0: this is die's and Shoei x the podcast episode two hundred seventy four for the week of october 9th, two thousand eleven. Welcome to Dai Zenshu EX. The podcast. An extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site.
1: Dai Zenshu EX.
0: We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in Hopes of Enlightening and
2: a little bit of entertaining.
0: Hey, welcome everyone. Jeff, you're here. Mary, you're here. Julian, you're here. My name is Mike. I'm here. It is number 42. The final. The answer. (laughs) Thank you, Mary. The final manga review of Awesomeness. Can you believe and we
3: it? never did come up with a name for it.
0: Nope. Thanks, Jeff. Nope. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> nice hustle. <laughs> That's how I roll. Man, <sighs> here we are. So much to talk about. So much to cover. I feel like I just want to, let's go, guys. But I suppose we should go around and do the introductions. Let's start in Japan. Julian, how are you doing, sir?
2: Oh, I'm doing well. My daughter is officially off of breast milk, but kind of cranky and very clingy right now. She's getting better, slowly but surely, but um, she's still got her moments. Aww, she's, she's what, so a
3: year cute. and a half now?
2: year and four months.
4: Okay. Oh, almost a year and
2: a half. How are those cheeks? They still awesome? Yes, but they're shrinking down just a little bit now that she's not uh, oh, no. using them for that.
0: Oh, they're so great. <laughs>
4: All right.
0: Uh, across from me over here in the basement, otherwise called the recording studio. Otherwise, it's the brown room. Hey. Hi. How you doing?
3: Ugh, wheezing.
0: Yeah, oh. uh, I'm the only one here not sniffling.
3: <laughs> yes, we'll we'll change that. We'll be sure <laughs> what, to spit all over sick? your cake. Oh, jeez. There is cake Our involved. celebratory issue 42, volume 42,
0: cake. Right, right. All right, good to have you here, Mary. Good to be here. And of course, joining us for the manga review across from me. Also sick and sniffling.
1: Getting over sickness and still but sniffling. It just so.
0: makes your voice even deeper, and I hate you so much.
1: <laughs> Jeff. Well, it my voice will crack at some point during this recording good. and I'm so looking Please forward re- to it.
0: Re- Please revert to being twelve years old.
1: Yeah, okay, that sounds good.
0: Good to have um, you here, sir.
1: Well, thank you. Are I, I you just ready? wanna think it's I, I just think it's really funny that we're all sniffling. And it's not because it's the final manga review of Awesomeness. This, it is because we are actually sick.
0: Aww. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Mike's going to be crying in a second. We'll get him the sniffle, but the rest of us are just going to cough and chew. Right, that's right. It'll be great.
0: Uh, that's dedication. Pretty much. Good to exactly. have you all here. So we got Julian, Mary, Jeff. My name is Mike. I go by Vegito EX. I have brought these fine folks together to talk about Dragon Ball with me. Occasionally, we do a monthly thing called the Manga Review of Awesomeness, where we go through the manga, we talk about it. We are at the final, the final one. We conceived this segment idea back in the holiday 2006 season and we officially began on episode 63 back in February 2007. Wow. Four years later. Now, it theoretically should have finished in July
3: 2010. <laughs> so we managed to extend this a year. Running.
4: Yes. <laughs>
3: that means we had 12 plus months worth of being out of sync and just off schedule hey, and life.
0: Life happens. Yes. A lot of
3: cons, you know, yes. yeah. a lot of sicknesses.
0: That's right. I mean, you're all sniffling now. Yeah, It happens. And sometimes <laughs> (laughs) It's tough to get everyone together, but here we are. We're gonna get to it, and we are indeed going to announce what will replace the manga review of awesomeness for a monthly segment. We still want to have some kind of monthly thing, but we're not going to announce it until the fat lady truly sings us out from that manga review. So,
1: wait, we have
2: one. Is it uh, wearing
3: a dress? I was gonna say that.
2: (laughs) Is it wearing a a winged hat from a Valkyrie? (laughs) It's
3: booby.
0: Uh, before we get to the news and the topic and all that, uh, I do want to toss out there. I made content for the website. Kind of like
3: on a whim too. Yeah. When you showed me yesterday, I was like, you pulled this out of thin air in just a couple hours.
0: What? And Mary, this is in response to last week. You and I talked about the Dragon Ball video Video game game openings. openings. So people were talking about Final Bow. Hey, Mike, Mary, you guys are completely stupid. You've missed this. It's true. Absolutely obvious thing at the end of the opening. Now, Mary, can you ever unsee it?
3: No, and I—I I think I was always aware of it, but I never really gave it a second thought. Okay. Did you just flat out never see it? I never saw
0: it, okay. but now that I've seen it, I will always see it, and I've become a believer. Jeff, <laughs> you saw this video earlier today, actually. Yes, I did. I did. What do you think? Um, Is he there?
1: Yeah, dude, that thing's a tail.
3: <laughs> it is a tale I I i've
1: never seen clouds turn in that way i hate you so much <laughs> so yeah it's 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 there i believe it
0: all right if you haven't figured out what we're talking about you're gonna need to go just check out the video it's on our facebook page it's on our youtube page i will link it along with this podcast episode i had a good time putting that together so hooray we got content woohoo all right before we do the manga review let's do some news
2: In news, there's another Dragon Ball SD chapter coming. Who's
0: excited? Uh, no one. <laughs> so,
2: Psycho Jump has one more issue before going monthly, and it has confirmed that Dragon Ball SD will be in the fourth issue, this time with a certain pink... Dinosaur? Mm, I was going to say blob, but okay. Yes, so Boo appears in a... Preview that looks suspiciously like the regular Dragon manga, Dragon Ball manga in color. But
0: <laughs> right. anyway, it, it doesn't no even different. look super deformed. <laughs> no, it it just is. Uh, anyone?
3: <laughs> Crickets chirping. Man. Right. Anyway,
0: so we don't know what's going to happen after Psycho Jump goes monthly. Will it continue along in a monthly schedule? No idea. We'll let you know. Uh, other than this, there's been Ultimate Blast, Ultimate tenkaichi things leaking out lots of characters and other confirmations but unless you're super 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 into it probably don't care and like i said we'll talk about it when the game's out which is just a couple weeks now so let's go do manga (laughs) volume 42 our manga review of awesomeness as named by sir jeff over here if you are just joining us Man, you got a backlog of amazing material to go through. What we've been doing, we tried to do it monthly, but like you heard, a little bit of a delay in there getting to the end. We try every month to go through the manga volume by volume. What we do is we recap all the events in those chapters in that volume. Then we go around, we get the expert analysis. We've got Julian and myself that have read the whole thing front to back. Julian in English and... Japanese, Mary, longtime fan. At this point, you've read the whole manga. Yes. As you came into it. what per- We make up a new percentage every time we talk about it. What do you think? What for, had you read? For reading? Yeah.
3: Not even 50%. Okay. More on the TV side of things. Definitely more on the TV side.
0: Then we got Jeff over here, our buddy, coming in as the virgin, reading Dragon Ball for the first time ever. Of course, the fan sub Days saw the Cell game, saw some stuff on Cartoon Network dubbed here and there. But really, first time through.
1: Oh, yeah. Easily. Here you
0: are. The end.
1: Yeah, it's over. Can you over. believe it? Yeah, I, I think I think that when when the cherry got officially popped after the last page, I think yeah. everybody heard the scream coming <laughs> from my apartment. I'm sure. Oh. So yeah, officially over.
0: Welcome to the club, sir. All right, great. All right. So <laughs> what is it? This volume. It's chapters 503 through 519. It is a longer volume, these last two volumes. Going by the original Japanese Tankobon, number 42, of course. Over in the Kanzenban, it's actually all within number 34, plus one extra chapter at the beginning of Kanzenban, number 34. If you're going by the Viz Graphic Novels over in North America in English, it's the last one. That is DBZ number 26. And if you're going by the Viz Big, it is the second of two in DBZ number number nine. We're going to do our chapter recap. Julian, why don't you get us going here with chapter 503?
2: Will do. Chapter 503. Boo has either eaten or killed everyone useful, and um, now that he's absorbed Gohan, there's no one of any value left for Goku to fuse with. He wonders about Dende, and even if he fuses with Mr. Satan, he'll probably just get weaker. Boo is only giving Goku a couple of seconds to decide. Just as he's about to toss the earring to Mr. Satan, Goku senses someone's key in the distance. It's Vegeta! He teleports off just as Boo rushes in to attack. Baba has brought Vegeta back. Emma kept his body around after all. Boo isn't about to let Goku live, so he blasts off to find him. As Boo approaches, Vegeta tells Goku that he saw everything from the afterlife, including Super Saiyan 3. Goku never went all out against him. What a complete mockery. The only chance they have left now is to fuse, though. Vegeta refuses until Goku starts mentioning that Boo has absorbed and killed everyone, including Bulma and Trunks. As Vegeta agrees to put it on, Goku mentions that they'll never be able to unfuse. Boo shows up and prepares to fire a blast, but the two are pulled into each other. It's a new fusion.
0: Yosha! Chapter 504. Vegeta and Kakaroto combined, huh? That makes him Vegito. Or maybe even... Super Vegito! The new fusion explodes into a Super Saiyan and is ready to fight. Buu fires that blast from before, but Vegito easily knocks it right back toward Buu, who ducks to avoid it. Buu goes in to attack by hand, but Vegito kicks the poor fool in the face before he can do anything. Vegito punches him yet again, grabs him, tosses him down to the ground, and uses a type of key sword to impale Buu and pick him up. Kaioshin, watching via the crystal ball, can't believe the power of the Potara. The elder Kaioshin comments that because the two are rivals, it makes them even stronger, more powerful together. Boo is getting furious and attempts to create a steam cloud to hide himself, but Vegito easily tracks him by sensing his ki movement and kicks the crap out of him, including ripping off his antenna, which he blasts away.
3: Chapter 505. It wasn't supposed to be this way. Boo spits out Gotenks' super ghost kamikaze attack, which Vegito is easily able to avoid by dashing away and firing blasts at all the ghosts. That was thought up A child, so it's not gonna work on him. Boo is getting more and more furious, and the Kaioshin continue to call for Vegito to just defeat Boo for good. Vegito asks for Boo to force him to use his full power, who says it's unfair since he's two people. To make it fair, Vegito decides to just fight back with his feet. I only need need my foot to to defeat you. you! But Boo is still losing this way, so he decides to turn Vegito into coffee candy. He's done it! He's won! Unfortunately for Boo, the candy seems to have kept its strength, so now he's the world's strongest candy. The candy Vegito flings himself all around, smacking Boo every which way. Boo is forced to turn Vegito back into normal so he can at least try and land an attack on him. Candy was too small for him to hit. Vegito decides to give Boo 10 seconds, but he's got some hidden plan. Boo figures he has to absorb this guy and decides he's gonna use the antenna that Vegito ripped off earlier to sneak up on him. Vegito says that Boo has finally figured it out, so Vegito must want to get absorbed? Just as the goo engulfs him, Vegito puts up a barrier. Now Boo has absorbed absorbed even vegeto there's no one left to oppose him
1: chapter 506 boo laughs to himself maniacally even flipping the bird to no one now that he's absorbed vegeto something strange though every time boo has absorbed someone before he's transformed this time he didn't transform even Boo notices this, but figures there's no one left at this point. Inside, Vegito has successfully protected himself with the barrier. His goal is to get inside to look for everyone. He lowers the barrier, but it is immediately torn back apart into both Goku and Vegeta. Well, that's weird. They were supposed to never separate. Must be the bad air in here. Vegeta crushes his Patara, swearing to never merge with Goku ever again. They need to find everyone before Boo blows up the earth. First up, they find Piccolo, then Gohan, and then Trunks and Goten. Who split back apart from Gotenks, Buu's about to fire down upon Earth, but Goku and Vegeta start ripping folks down, and Boo starts transforming back into previous forms. He's losing more and more power. Now he's back to how he looked right after the evil Gray Boo absorbed the first Fat Boo. He's still stronger than Goku or Vegeta, though. So Goku wants to use the fusion dance, which Vegeta, of course, refuses to do. Suddenly, they notice someone else that's been absorbed, though—the
2: Fat Boo. Chapter five hundred seven. Vegeta wonders if the other folks are in here too, but Boo appears inside himself and says that nope, this. Is the only one. Goku lets it slip that they can't fuse again, so Boo is more than prepared and cocky to take them on. The two turn into Super Saiyans, and Goku threatening to blast a hole in Boo's body isn't a concern. After he does so, Boo says he felt just a tiny prick from that. Dende is flying off carrying Mr. Satan, and they notice Boo is just standing still on a cliff. Vegeta wonders what would happen if he ripped out the fat Boo, which is what gets Boo's attention. Vegeta figures he'll turn into either the skinny Boo or this fat one, but either way he will be weaker, right? Boo protests though, saying that he won't be himself anymore. That's all it takes for Vegeta, who then immediately rips out the fat Boo. Outside, Boo hunches over and things start to change. Boo is screaming in pain as Goku and Vegeta grab the others and search for an exit. They manage to pop their way out and turn back to normal size while they're at it, and everything seems to be fine except for this one little problem. Boo's key appears to be getting larger than before.
0: Chapter 508. Boo is now a strange buff version of himself as Goku, Vegeta, and the Kaioshin look on. He's still changing though, and it's the next thing that triggers a huge fear for Kaioshin. He's changing back. The transformation seems to be complete, and now Boo is this tiny version of himself, which Vegeta kind of laughs at. Kaioshin explains that there were originally five Kaioshin. He was the youngest one and escaped, but the other four were killed by Boo. The strong Kaioshin of the South was the first to go, which turned Boo into that buff version from just a minute before. Next up was the Jolly Dai Kaioshin, the grand, the top one, which transformed Boo into the fat version that we all originally saw, which also tamed him enough for BBD to bring him under control. Now Boo is his true original, purest, evil form. Boo unleashes a giant screen and points a hand toward the earth. He fires a blast which will clearly destroy everything. So Vegeta fires his own blast to deflect it. This guy isn't pulling any punches here. Vegeta says Boo can destroy the planet, but only after they've fought. Boo chuckles to himself and forms a giant ball of ki over his head with one hand, which he then tosses right down to destroy the planet and everyone left. Goku yells for Vegeta to follow him. They'll teleport away. Goku grabs Mr. Satan, Dende, and the dog and heads toward everyone else. He's not going to make it in time though. He can only teleport once before it hits kaioshin appears and grabs goku and everyone he's managed to grab and the planet explodes. Goku and the others are safe on Kaioshin's planet, but Gohan, Piccolo, Goten, trunks why didn't Goku save them instead?
3: Chapter 509 Earth has been destroyed. Mr. Satan doesn't know what's going on, so Dende attempts to explain the god hierarchy to him. But Satan doesn't care and decides for himself that this is all just a dream. He must have fallen asleep at the tournament. He could fly in his dream, right? Splat. Vegeta is still complaining about what's happened, and now how even the Dragon Balls can't be used, which gets the elder Kaioshin's attention. Why are there Dragon Balls on Earth? That's it. Dende's got it. They can use the Dragon Balls on Namek to bring everyone, everything back to life. The new elder there will have made new ones by now. Goku can't teleport there because they're far away and their key is too weak to sense, but Kaioshin can teleport there no problem. The elder Kaioshin doesn't like that the Namekian Dragon Balls are being used on such a grand scale, but Goku promises him some naughty stuff, which Vegeta catches on to, realizes it's Bulma, and they have words. Oh no! Buu is regenerating out in the void of space. Kaioshin tosses Goku and Vegeta his Potara earring so they can fuse again. But the two decline and crush this set too. They want to do it on their own. Boo can't get here anyway so they have some time. Boo, right then and there immediately teleports to Kaioshin's planet. He must have seen Kaioshin teleport and immediately learned how to do it himself. Goku and Vegeta will fight. Kaioshin takes the others except Mr. Satan who they forgot away from the battle. They do rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first and Goku wins. Vegeta wants to see the super saiyan 3 up close. Goku says Vegeta might not get his chance if he goes all out with it. He could have actually beaten Fad Boo like that, but he wanted to give the kids a chance to be heroes. Transforming into super saiyan 3 finally wakes Boo back up. He's been nodding off and dripping from his nose the whole time.
1: Chapter 510. The fight is on. Super Saiyan 3 Goku versus Boo. Goku attacks relentlessly, but is really only able to get one or two good hits in. Boo is pretty much able to dodge or slap away just about everything Goku tosses at him as Vegeta watches on, he finally admits to himself the true nature of Goku's power. It's not just that he has people to protect, because Vegeta does now too. It's because Goku fights just to better himself time and time again, but does not kill his enemies but instead finds the good in them. Kakarot, you are number one. Buu fires his own version of the Kamehameha back at Goku, who is really struggling here. Vegeta tells Goku he knows he never planned to switch out with one another. He's in this to the end, and Goku knows that Buu is far better than Vegeta could ever handle. It's too much for Goku to charge up his power, though, since he'll need around a minute to do so, and Buu will never let up for that long. The Patara fusion probably could have taken him out, but he wanted to do it this way.
2: Vegeta will buy Goku the minute he needs. Chapter 511. Goku says that Vegeta is dead, so if he gets killed again, he'll be gone from both the living and the afterlife. Vegeta powers up to maybe Super Saiyan 2, and flies off towards Buu to buy Goku the time he needs to power up. None of his blasts do anything, and Buu begins to absolutely pulverize the poor guy. Vegeta can't believe Goku was fighting this thing that whole time. Goku still hasn't gathered enough ki, but it seems like Vegeta's running out of time himself. All of a sudden, Mr. Satan appears. Buu will not get away with this any longer, especially in his dream. Boo tosses down Vegeta and rushes in towards Mr. Satan, but stops at the last second before actually swiping him.
0: What's going on? Chapter 512. Why did Boo stop? He's not actually afraid of Satan, is he? Vegeta yells for Goku to hurry up, but something's wrong. Goku is actually losing power now. Boo spits up the fat Boo from before. Dende says the fat Boo was inside and refused to fight Mr. Satan, so this Boo just spit him up to get rid of him and that pesky little problem. Satan decides to take him on anyway, but gets flicked away like it's nothing. Boo is crazy and ready to fight again. Just as Boo is about to attack Satan, a blast comes out of nowhere to stop him. It's the fat Boo! He's going to fight to protect Mr. Satan. The two Boos attack each other and manage to trade hits, but the little Boo seems to have the upper hand. Goku still can't figure out what's going on and why he is losing power when he suddenly transforms back to his normal state. What is going on? The fat boo gets his head chopped off, turns back to normal though, and concedes that he will not be able to win this fight.
3: Chapter 513. Goku figures that his living body just isn't able to sustain the power of Super Saiyan 3. The fat boo is still fighting, but it's really no use. Vegeta seems to have a plan. He orders Dende and the gods to go dynamic and get their Dragon Balls. How many times has Goku saved Earth? Maybe it's time they helped themselves out for a change. Kaioshin teleports himself, Dende, and the elder Kaioshin to Namek. Muri is there and has already gathered the Dragon Balls for them. He knows what's going on, so they prepare themselves. Vegeta tells them to summon Porunga. For the first wish, restore Earth. For the second wish, bring everyone back to life that died since the day of the tournament, except the bad guys. The third wish can be for whatever. Goku asks why Vegeta phrased it that way. Why not just everyone killed by Boo? Well, that bring back both Babidi and Dabra, and it was Vegeta that killed all the people at the tournament, so this covers it. Oh no, Dende realized, is Purunga can only bring back one person at a time. Not to worry, Muri upgraded the Dragon Ball since Frieza, just like Dende did on Earth, so they should be able to bring back a large group. Purunga is summoned, and Dende starts making the wishes. Earth is restored.
1: Chapter 514. Next up, Purunga starts bringing everyone back to life. Meanwhile, the fat boo is still getting pulverized. Vegeta notices that at least they can get hurt. The Elder Kaioshin's Halo disappears, and so does Vegeta's. Wow, Purunga must not think he's a bad guy anymore. All the Earthlings appear to be back alive, including all of Goku's friends and family. Goku asks if Vegeta's plan is to bring Gohan and Gotenks to fight, but no, they're going to use the Genki Dama. It won't just be energy from their group, he's going to have everyone on Earth donate their energy. Kaiō pops in and says he'll help them communicate with the planet's inhabitants. Vegeta starts talking to them all, saying they're fighting far away against Buu, and that they've all been restored to life after Buu can killed them. Mr. Satan is still trying to convince himself that this is a dream. Vegeta demands that they all raise their arms towards the sky to donate their energy. They'll feel a little tired, but it won't last forever. Goku is ready. He heads up into the sky and raises his own hands to begin gathering the energy. and immediately starts growing. It must be Gohan and the others, but it's not nearly big enough. Not everyone on Earth is donating. They hear a bunch of responses from Earthlings about not trusting
2: them, saying they might even be Boo themselves, etc. What will they do? Chapter 515 It's not enough energy. Some dudes out in the snow try raising their arms, but it does indeed sap their power. This is sick and crazy. Mr. Satan wonders why he's hearing voices in his head. It's no use at this point. The Fat Buu is just about dead, and they don't have enough energy. Just as Buu is about to kill the Fat Buu, Mr. Satan throws a rock to stop him. Oh no! He turns around and sees what's going on with Goku gathering energy. Vegeta rushes in to stall for more time, even though he's still weak from his fight just a little bit ago. At this point, Goku starts begging for energy on his own. Some of his old friends recognize his voice. Upa and Bora, Number 17, and even Number 8, and Snow, all donate energy to their old friend. Uh, By the way, about number 17. More on that later. More people still don't buy it, but that just makes Mr. Satan more and more angry. He eventually starts screaming at the earthlings. Why can't they just help? What? That's Mr. Satan's voice. The champion. All of a sudden, everyone across Earth raises their hands and starts donating their energy. Vegeta is just about finished, but the energy shows up. The Genki Dama is massive. Get out of the way, here it comes.
0: Chapter 516. Vegeta needs to move so Goku can fire. Don't worry about him, just drop the damn thing. Pooh fires a blast at Goku, which he dodges. But then Vegeta is gone. It's Mr. Satan who grabbed him and runs off with him, yelling for Goku to go ahead and do it. Goku thanks Mr. Satan, who just might be the world's savior. he unleashes the Genkidama on Boo. Boo actually seems to be somewhat scared of the attack and struggles a bit to hold it back. At the same time, Goku is completely wiped. He can't manage to put out any power behind that attack. In the afterlife, Enma and the others are all pleading for him to win too. Even they donated their energy. Wait a second, what if they could heal Goku up to normal? Unfortunately, Kaioshin can't teleport Dende there. He's out a power himself from donating energy. There's a third wish though. Can Purunga restore Goku to full power? He sure can, little okay. That's their third and final wish. Goku's power is restored. He transforms into a Super Saiyan and puts his might behind the attack. As Boo becomes overwhelmed by the Genkidama, Goku hopes that he can be reincarnated someday so they can truly fight one-on-one. He'll be training and waiting for that day. Until then... Goku puts one final push into the attack, and Boo is disintegrated. Goku hops and puffs in his normal state, he's wiped out, gives Vegeta a little thumbs up.
3: Chapter 517. They've won! Boo's key is completely gone. Mr. Satan declares victory to all of the Earth. The Kaioshin teleport to their planet to greet the victors. The dog runs away from Mr. Satan. It's the fat Boo. He's still alive! Vegeta wants to blast him into smithereens, but Mr. Satan protests. He was only bad because he was forced to be. Mr. Satan and Vegeta continue to protest against each other, but Goku agrees that they should let him live. After all, he risked his life to save them all, too. If they can keep him inside for six months, they can use the Dragon Balls to erase people's memory. The elder Kaioshin doesn't like the fact that they want to keep misusing the Dragon Balls like this. The entire group returns to God's palace. Over the course of four pages, without any dialogue, we see happy reunions, an explanation of why Boo is there, and relaxing finally going on throughout the cosmos. And so, Mr. Satan becomes the champion of Earth yet again. The public's memories of Boo were erased, but they still remember he saved them from something. Ten years later, Trunks is flying off to someone's house, and Gohan answers the door. Is Goten around? He's out back with their dad, and both Vegeta and Bulma are there too.
1: Chapter 518. Goten's on the ground out of breath, while Bulma is saying that they'd never see Goku if they didn't stop by themselves. Goku says they just saw each other five years ago, though. Bomo's looking pretty old. Vegeta asks Goku if he's going to enter the tournament tomorrow, which he is. He just decided today, and Vegeta should come too. Why now though? Why enter all of a sudden? Goku says there's going to be a really strong guy there and he wants to fight him. What? Vegeta can't sense anyone like that. Is there really someone who can rival them? Trunks shows up and talks to Goten, who didn't want to enter the tournament. He had a date tomorrow. All of a sudden, a little girl flies in. It's Pan, Goku's granddaughter. She just flew around the world. She's going to enter the tournament tomorrow too, even though there's not a children's division anymore. I wonder why. At the Tenkaichi Budokai, Mr. Satan is chilling in the back room with Mr. Boo, explaining how, just like before, Boo will win all the way up to the end, where he'll throw the fight against Mr. Satan. They need to go easy on everyone, or else no one will want to enter the next tournament. Goku shows up, and Satan greets his granddaughter with a hug. She's going to fight, too. They didn't get seats, so now everyone's sitting right on the sidelines. It's time for those who pass the preliminaries to draw numbers. The group of 12 gather up. Goku won't tell Vegeta who this supposed strong fighter is yet. Goku's Going to have Boo use magic to cheat a little so he can get matched up against the person he wants to fight in the first round, so they're both at full power. The finalists, Vegeta, Son Goku, Mr. Boo, Trunks, Pan, Son Goten, Kalarno, Mo Keko, Oob, Captain Chicken, Knock, Otokoski. Goku stalls Boo from using magic until it's his turn, which he pulls as number three. The next guy is Kalerno, who Boo puts with another set. The next one, however, is just a little kid named Oob. This is the one Goku wants to fight. When he killed Boo, he had hoped that someday he could be reincarnated so they could battle at full force. And it seems like Enma maybe did him a little favor. Oob thinks to himself that maybe his mom was right. He might have been the strongest in his village, but the world is really big. What's he going to do?
2: He promised everyone he would buy
1: food with the prize money.
0: Julian, the final chapter of Dragon Ball
2: Chapter 519 The matches are settled Goten got Boo in his first round Some of the participants have words with each other Which result in Trunks being quasi hit on And Pan sticking out her tongue And Vegeta smashing one in the face And out of the ring unconscious The first round will be Pan versus Mo Kekko, Who got all the way to Mr. Boo In the semifinals last tournament Pan is just four years old The fight begins and after a polite bow Pan easily smacks Mo Kekko around a few times And square out of the ring She's won! Next up is Goku versus Oob. The announcer seems to think that Goku's going to make it all the way to Fighting Buu. Oob is the oldest of five siblings and is here for the prize money. Goku tries to get Oob ready to fight, but the kid is too nervous. He's going to need another tactic. So, Goku starts insulting Oob and his parents to get him angry. Once Oob gets riled up, the power starts to come out. Goku dodges a few attacks, but Oob unleashes a massive ki that pushes Goku back. Goku floats in the air, much to Oob's surprise, and smiles. Goku. Oob really w- hasn't had a chance to fight before, so this is all new to him. Not being able to fly or control his power, etc. He's exactly as Goku hoped. Well, Goku's going to live with and train this kid now. See y'all later! This kid's really great, and he'll be the one protecting the Earth someday. Piccolo smirks, saying how he hasn't seen Goku this happy in a long time. Vegeta laughs, too, saying that this isn't about protecting the Earth. Isn't this exciting? They're gonna get even stronger!
4: Yay!
2: The narrator concludes the series by saying that Goku and friends sure have had a lot of great adventures this is all we can show you for now though there will definitely more trouble down the road but somehow they'll always manage to get through it with the help of the dragon balls more on that later too
0: <laughs> that's right ah oh, before we get to any of our discussion points and all that great stuff jeff your predictions last time on the show for the final volume of the manga which we just covered are you ready sir yeah all right you said it'll be a good ending <laughs> you said it'll end well boo will be eradicated Please let it end. I'm done with Boo.
1: (laughs) I guess I was right about that.
0: (laughs) Two conflicting things in there. You wanted a good ending and you said Boo will be gone for good.
1: Sort of. Interesting. Sort of.
0: Interesting. We'll get back to Boo. Yeah. You said there will be a fusion between Goku and Vegeta. Okay. You kind of knew. You knew Vegeta existed.
1: Yes. You had... I mean, God, what's your nickname? I don't know. Must have showed up somewhere.
3: (laughs) I didn't realize it was the very last volume. You didn't. No. Vegeta showed up. I thought it was sooner.
0: Yeah, just... There and gone. Yeah. Hmm. All right, Jeff, you said Vegito will not be the one to destroy Boo. You can't give Vegeta that much credit or success, even as a part of a fusion character. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong at all. You said Goku doesn't want it, but Goku will be the one to kill Boo. You don't know how, but you got it.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know about the whole Goku doesn't want it thing. He kind of does.
0: He kind of does. But his whole thing was, we got to give it to the kids. I can't be here forever. But it's Dragon Ball. Got to have Goku. He
1: still does it. Yeah.
0: He said no one else is going to die, though. Well, Gohan, Goten, Trunks, Piccolo, they all died in the Earth explosion. They were brought back very soon after. Yeah. But they were yeah, killed. Yeah,
1: they technically did die. They were killed.
0: You said the freaking series has named Dragon Ball. There's not a freaking Dragon Ball in this volume. I'm going to freaking light this volume on fire. <laughs>
1: I put my lighter away.
0: Are you happy? Are you content? I'm very content balls? with
1: that. Yes. I thought it was like, if, if, if they didn't show up in this volume, I was going to throw the whole thing away and be like, what a waste of freaking four years. God damn it. No, oh, that didn't happen.
0: Man. All right. We have so much to talk about. Uh, I had a point here that I wanted to start with, but I don't want to forget some of the other stuff that we mentioned. Let's talk about, first of all, number 17 showing up to donate energy to Goku's Genki Dama. Mary, do you remember the story from 10 things you didn't know about Dragon Ball one year ago at Oticon?
3: Like the story of uh, Toriyama? Why is 17 there? He originally had someone else there, didn't he? He did. Who was it? Was it Lunch?
0: It was Lunch. That's why that dialogue makes sense if Lunch was the one uh, to speak it.
3: Right. So why did he change the drawing to be number 17?
0: He didn't actually say why he switched it. Right. <laughs> but he did.
3: Yeah. So what makes it even worse is that Seventeen never, ever, ever met up with Goku at ever. all. So he wouldn't know what he sounds like. <laughs> no. Look at Jeff's face. I love this.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Did you think it was weird seeing him there? Or did you just kind of gloss over and just kept reading? No, I thought it was a little weird. Okay. I did,
1: because, I don't know, I didn't expect her to be there not 17, or not um, 18 or... And
3: what we never saw thinking? 17 get spit up either. Oh, wait, no, he got resurrected, that's right. Yeah, yeah.
0: technically, it was part of off-screen wish, yeah, he's. I guess he's back. Like, we didn't see the other ones. Very, Very, very strange, but that yeah. is the answer of why. That is a strange panel i love jeff's face all right let's get back to the actual outline here mary we've been talking about this very briefly occasionally hey we're back to reading one piece it's great to be back into this fandom julian i know you are big time into one piece you're in japan so you're caught up i mean one piece is an institution right
2: it is i mean it's everywhere now used to be able to not really find a lot of merchandise but since a couple years ago it's even had basically everywhere. Anything you want, you can find, basically.
0: Yeah, it's insanity. So I kind of wanted to briefly compare Dragon Ball and One Piece, but on the art level. Something we have always talked about with Toriyama. His art is so clean, so crisp. He doesn't use shading, other than maybe some shadows here and there. Mary, you and I are rereading One Piece. We're actually into new territory for our- right, right. ourselves, which is great. I am, I'm gonna say it, I don't think Otis is that great of an action artist.
3: <laughs> no, I don't think actions, he's not good at action. I can't understand what the hell's going on. When people are just standing around and talking or it's just a back history or drama stuff, I can follow it just fine, but the second people start fighting, I can't tell what the hell's going on now at all. to be
0: fair it's not trigun level of incomprehensible
3: no but
0: i specifically want to cite i think it's two full pages it's super saiyan 3 goku fighting boo you can see and totally get every single detail of everything that both of those characters are doing and it blows me away no
3: line wasted
0: no, I, I, I totally... Like, I am just in sync with Toriyama. Julian, defense. Mm,
3: well,
2: I do think that Toriyama, in many ways, is very good at a sort of cinematic kind of framing. He rarely breaks mm. the rule about always portraying things from the same side of the action. That That is, yeah, when you're yeah. filming something, unless you want a... Uh, A jarring break of perspective, you keep the camera on the same side so the characters are all oriented in the same way. Um, Whereas Oda experiments with all kinds of crazy angles, and he also has... Which is fun! He also has a thing for very crowded panels where things are everywhere and everything is happening at once, which has Mm -hmm. a a very sort of frenetic kind of style to it. It does. But, at the same time, it does make it a little bit hard to follow when things really get going. And, um, I don't know, there's also the cross-hatching, which... I think, is useful for shading, but sometimes he goes a little overboard and just makes things kind of a blur
0: of gray. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's just been fascinating to me. I mean, of course-
3: Not that the artwork is bad. It's not bad. No, no. It's just that his his action scenes are hard to follow and Dragon Ball is just super smooth and you can get it.
0: It's just great to compare two authors that are really the- the height of popularity for their times the, where i'm just finishing skypea mary you're well I mean, into water, water Seven, Seven. if not past it so i mean maybe for you oda's around the point that toriyama is i mean let's remember that toriyama has done all of dr slump this is the end of all of dragon ball he has had so much time to refine his artwork but still comparing the two blows me away just the The talent that I see in every single line. Jeff, do you have any thoughts on Toriyama's art here?
1: Absolutely freaking gorgeous. And does follow the... Um,
0: you were not along with Julian here. I mean, you're yeah. an art major. This is...
1: This is something that... that this is what um, you know. This is what I remember. you live. Well, yeah. Uh, when, I mean, I, I didn't study cartooning, but I had plenty of friends there who did and yeah, would yeah. tell me this stuff. And they said, um, one of the things you do in not just movies, like Julian said, but, but graphic novels and comic books, is you sure. keep the angle the same unless you're going for some kind of stylistic change or you want to mm-hmm. emphasize something else. But you keep it at the same angle because you want to keep people... Involved in the action, and if you keep switching it, or switching perspective, then you lose them. And they have to keep reorienting themselves every time there's another panel. Yeah, yeah. So, the fact that Toriyama does this so incredibly well, I never got lost in any of these battles.
0: Don't you just, you totally get everything It was like,
3: during, uh, I guess, one of the boo fights somewhere in this volume, I Uh just was flipping through it and flipping through it because I'm like, yep, yep, get it, get it, get it, yep, yep, you don't get have it. To, don't like it have flows. to stop. With uh, One Piece, I was catching myself reading a panel, going to the next panel, going Wouldn't back I to the previous panel, having yeah, yeah. to like relook at it and actually study it and like analyzing it. There was one panel with Zoro and he was facing one way. The next panel, it's, I guess, as if the camera was on the other side. Mm-hmm. I was right. literally staring at these two panels for like 15 seconds. <laughs> How like, do I get okay, me. so the camera's on this side. If this yeah, was a movie yeah. and it would go over here. And I'm like, I don't want to devote that kind of brain power to reading manga. <laughs> it's and a little scary.
0: I don't want to take away from Oda. My my point of talking about this is not to put down Oda. He's got amazing art and he does fantastic things. But when I go back and look at Toriyama. It makes you appreciate it more? Yeah, so much. You don't have to study those panels, but if you do, it makes it even better, I guess is the way I want to describe it.
1: Well you you know what less developed artists would do. So when you go back and see what the developed artist does, you realize that he's doing it and that makes you appreciate it more.
0: I'm just so goddamn impressed. Yeah. As I read this I definitely
1: am. I, I absolutely am. Just like I mean throughout the entire review process i've been
0: just mm. we've talked about amazed. his evolution yeah
3: like oh, the choreography has yeah, gotten so much more refined over the years it's he's such a, mm. for a
0: man that started writing poop jokes <laughs> what, what an amazing man i have this later on the outline but let's talk about it now it's four pages of no dialogue
3: yep i love that I ate that up with a spoon. Go ahead. Tell me about it. It just tells so much. And again, you just breeze right through it because you get every single thing that's going on here. You can practically imagine what the characters are saying and how they sound.
0: (laughs) If you don't remember, this is when Goku and the others are brought back to God's Kami's palace. And it's kind of this reunion of, oh my God, you guys won. You're back. And you see even panels like Goku as if he's explaining what just happened. And it's that shot of, oh my God, we see Boo. And they're freaking, there's no dialogue though.
3: I think part of it may also be Toriyama just getting to the end. He's like, I'm
4: almost well, done. Here we go. Almost
3: done. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm almost done. How am I going to crack out these pages? I got a this great point? idea. Isn't it but crazy it though? Like
0: yeah. we can say, even when he's, Lazy. It's amazing. Julian, what do you think about this stuff?
2: Yeah, I think he's got a good handle of how to frame the scenes so that you don't necessarily even need any talking at all. Although it obviously makes the people at the animation studio wring their hands. Like, how are we going to get a (laughs) few more minutes out of this footage?
0: I know trying to cram so many chapters into one episode. Mm. Jeff, you're flipping through the manga over there, looking at this artwork again and everything that he's doing in these panels. You're just nodding along as you flip along.
1: Well, I'm trying to find the ones you're talking about when oh, okay. there's so dialogue. And it's I,
3: pretty close to the end.
1: That's what I thought.
3: I yeah, it's right it. before the time skip to 10 years
1: oh, later. Okay. Looking at it now, I kind of agree with you, Mary. It's like Toriyama going, okay, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> oh, thank God. Um, it's going to be like 300 panels of yay, you know? I mean, yeah, yeah. Exactly. At some point, you kind of just have to leave that out.
0: And he knows, none of us know, none of the readers know, he's about to announce very soon that this is over. So he's thinking in his head, how can I cut words to make sure I'm done in three weeks? But still, again, blowing me away. Uh, Let's move away from artwork for a while. Let's talk about very, very heavy plot stuff. Let's talk about the logic of Boo transformations. Mary, take have it away. We,
3: have we not talked about this yet?
0: I don't. Well, we're at the end, and this is the they're ripping out the fat boo. Okay, so I really so want to talk about they're it. They're
3: inside, they're ripping people out. So, yes. shouldn't the Kaioshin be there too for ripping out?
0: Possibly. So and if so you sense. rip out the fat boo,
3: what should there be? There should be flabby looking evil gray boo. Old. <laughs> Jeff's nodding along. Did you pick up on this? Yes,
1: I did.
0: All right, what do you think, Jeff?
1: Uh, what the hell?
0: Were
2: they in the wrong stomach?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Julian, what do you think about this? uh, I call it the logic. I don't know what else to call it.
2: Yes. Well, the logic seems to make sense at first, but at the point where the fat boo gets absorbed by the thin gray boo, and then when he gets taken out, it turns into a different boo, that kind of gets weird. Now, if you look at the argument that maybe somehow the kaioshin that were absorbed a long, long time ago somehow became more... More or less... Fully a, apart. Yes, they became fully Boo. That at least explains why the Fat Boo still exists. But it doesn't explain what about that strange, very buff form that he goes through on his way to becoming the skinny one. That You can make the argument that the Fat Boo was walking around inside and destroying right, parts. Right, because he had
0: been ripped down, but not expelled at that point.
2: Right. So maybe he found a really muscular Boo that looked like the old <laughs> Kaioshin, right. and he decided to destroy it rather than, you know, save it.
0: I don't know. Did it matter to anyone, though? I mean, this is something that fans have, much like Cell and his weird regeneration, it's that kind of fandom. Wait a second, Toriyama. I don't totally buy it. But does it really matter to anyone? I
3: think I give it a pass because it's at the end of the series and there's so many instances of that type of logic throughout this volume that it's like, okay, well, he's at the end. He's got to pull these plot points out of thin air. Like, uh, they're going to and, oh yeah, we've already got the Dragon Balls ready for, you like that's convenient well okay
0: muri at this point is basically kind of the god of the planet so he's kind of at this level maybe he's talking with kayo and they're i i don't know jeff do you care about the logic
1: I sort of did when I read it. Okay, I, I don't know. I, I'm very, I'm very fifty fifty on it. Half of me wants to say, "Oh, I don't care. It's the end of the series," and the other half is going, "No, this no, you is don't get an out point. on
0: this one." Yeah, like yeah. I'm not going
1: to let him go on this. Like that's that's actually a legitimate complaint.
0: Because if you were reading it for the first time, you don't know this is the end of the series, right. so it's just kind of more Toriyama.
1: Although I can, I guess I could see some kind of combination of things where the Fat boo is let's say, influenced by this this great Kaioshin, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe inside the Fat Boo, there's that Kaioshin, because we didn't see that Kaioshin. Oh, okay, so... The, you know what I mean?
0: Dai Kaioshin is actually still within the, the fat, fat Boo that got spit out. Oh, lordy.
1: Know what I mean? I don't know. Because, like, we there never... Been,
0: s- Jeff, there have been so many forum threads about this.
1: Okay, I can so imagine. so
0: many... And, <laughs> I'm sure that's been said and everything Julian, you said, I don't remember all of them.
1: All right. Well, then I'll I'll check out that post <laughs> and I'll probably join in on that discussion just, because I would join in with, I, I would I would agree with that perspective. So
0: you're on to, yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. Let me ask you guys, same kind of thing. Vegito defuses cuz inside boo.
3: That's just another example of another cop out because, oh my God, it's the end of the series. Oh, how am I going to fix this? They're, They're not well, supposed to split up. Yeah, L- let me, that right. actually really bothered me. It, it Me too. Let yeah. me follow that
0: up by asking then was there more to do with Vegito or well there's nothing else to do so let's get rid of him.
3: I think he needed to find a way to get the other characters involved again even though he was just about to kill them all off uh-huh. with the explosion of the earth. Uh, I don't know I think he just didn't want to have the focus on Vegito anymore even though he just introduced just him. Just showed up. So, so it kind of like downplays the importance of the Protara earrings like oh my god it's for reels and forever you right. can never undo it and it's so oh, bad air
1: But well, i i like that at that point it, it seemed like yeah. if if i mean the the series would have ended a little bit too quickly and too anticlimactic uh in a sense if if okay if uh vegeto were to defeat boo he could have easily done it he we saw right. the power right. that he had he was so close to beating him as it's coffee coming. candy yeah, exactly. Toriyama is not going to let that happen. Yeah. I, I mean, do. the way that he splits them up is questionable, sure, but I think it did have to happen. I, I don't think that it I would be I agree. Have
0: been- was it the right time? Was there more you could have done with Vegito? I don't
1: think there, you know, honestly, is it, it just, was I think really they showed cool. him kicking enough ass. Yeah, the thing is, he has really good timing with that sort of thing, where if something's super powerful, he'll screw it up because, uh-huh. you know, that doesn't that doesn't make for uh, an interesting experience. He wants to screw with it and throw a wrench in the gears as yeah, many yeah. times as possible. How he does it is sort of questionable, and that comes up almost every time he does it, but it's for the better of the story. So I can't really fault him for it. But at the same time, yeah, I still feel like there could have been better ways to go about doing it.
0: Interestingly in the TV adaptation, Vegito before turning into super Vegito, I mean, it's one panel in the manga. He actually fights against Spoo for a while before he turns super Saiyan. Mm -hmm. So that's how they extend it in the TV version. I don't know if it's okay. Now I've had my fill of Vegito, but Julian, I guess your thoughts on the split, but just Vegito as a character.
2: Yeah. Well, in essence, he's kind of got the same sort of problem with actually finishing a character off as Gotenks, in a way. Mm, I don't know sure. whether it's just that the cockiness comes out when they do that, but I think from a story perspective, it had to be split up again or else it wouldn't get anywhere.
0: The fusion's just not ultimately
3: not that interesting. Not um, he makes all the fusions cocky.
2: Mm,
0: like, sure.
3: Okay, they have one personality type.
1: Actually, I have a point on that. Okay. If you if you look at the characters who are fusing, you yeah. have uh, Goten and Trunks, right. who are the uh, offspring of human slash right? Yep. So now yep. you have the merging of two Saiyans. Yep. Does anyone else find it odd that they weren't more like their original Saiyan offspring? Like they they weren't more like their ancestors when they merged?
0: You want like, some more Ozaru stuff in there? Could have well, been it's still more just Ozaru. adding one plus one, so you right. end up with one. I don't know. That could have been interesting, though, Jeff. Yeah, because I and, mean, and you know what, future.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I just, I, I sort of thinking on it. It just seems odd to me that I mean they're working more with their, uh, uh, with their current personalities more so than their ancestry
0: and their traits. Okay, sure.
1: Granted, but right. uh, still, I kind of felt like there could have been some opportunities there.
0: Okay. Yeah, the more he could have done with Vegito. Yeah. Alright, let's talk about Boo for a little bit then. And I mean the Mr. Boo that we now have. We already talked about the logic and all that. What do you think? Is it good to have him back? Kind of as a, you always see him as a member of the group by the time this series ends. Mr. Boo, Mary. Sorry,
3: the butters of the group. Oh, hey guys. He <laughs> just does what Goku says. It's really funny.
1: It's awesome.
0: Satan's asking you to cheat, right? Well, me too. Okay.
1: Chuckle <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> well.
0: yourself over there. What do you think?
1: I love Mr. Boo. Does
0: it make sense?
1: <laughs> it does. Okay. It does. I, I I'm actually really happy to see him still alive because I actually liked
2: him.
0: Yeah. We really line. enjoyed him <laughs> yeah. as Fapu with the adventures of Boo and Mr. Satan. Great times.
2: Absolutely. Great, great premise characters. for a spinoff series.
1: Yeah, yes. right. Would have been a great spinoff series. But, on, just, Toriyama. but just a good break in the action, like it a is. really good focus on characters and excellent story behind them. And it would have been really saddening to see that part of Boo uh just disappear. I mean, it was it was great that they saved him. Uh, I'm wondering if that was kind of like in the plans from the get go. And they sort of had to like cheat in a few places just mm. to make sure that that would happen.
0: in the logic like we were talking about to bring him back
1: yeah like like the fact that he could swallow himself that sort of thing like he uh, swallowed himself yes right back out i don't know what's going on so it's like i mean just to make that sort of thing happen it's just it's really cute i'm sort of surprised though that i don't see him um when we watched the what was it the jump anime special yeah yeah we i didn't see boo there
0: i think he's is he just sitting eating food or something i don't remember I can't remember either. I think he's there in some capacity. Okay,
1: because I don't remember seeing him, and I always thought that was kind of odd. I was like, "Well, apparently he's still alive. So where is he?" It's
0: been a while since we watched it. Julian, as a Mister Satan fan, are you glad to have his buddy Boo along for the ride?
2: Absolutely. I think they make a good duo, and I don't know. It's it's kind of funny the way they interact.
3: I love that they're in cahoots together to <laughs> to fix the tournament. <laughs> Fixing the tournament. It's like, and then you're gonna throw the fight <laughs> again. Okay. okay. Yeah. So really, they're just like not as. Evil Bobbity's.
0: <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Satan has taken
3: over for Bibbity and
0: Bobbity here. Just yeah. for, for the good of the planet.
2: But they're like, they're buddy-buddy and they just hang out together all the time. So, right, I don't he was know. He just it...
0: eating all the food back there. Good times. Here's a very interesting plot point. Something that was noted by the Elder Kai Ocean at least twice. Repercussions for using the... Jeff, you're already like rolling your eyes over here. What do you think about this?
1: Okay. So he's like, uh, what is it? It goes against nature. He's
0: saying something like, wait a second, why do you have Dragon Balls? Wait a second. You're gonna use the Namekian ones to do this? I don't approve.
1: Yeah, and I was really, really questioning the line where it was like it goes against nature. I'm like, wait a minute. You mean to tell me that magic doesn't go against nature in any capacity whatsoever? <laughs> right. And you're totally not fine with this happening. You're oh, okay please.
0: intervening here because it affects your ability to continue existing. But bringing those little humans back? Oh wait a second.
1: Yeah, I know. I thought I thought that was like just some ill. Written logic, right there. It didn't make sense.
0: Okay, mm. is it something that's an interesting point, though?
1: The fact that it that it, like bending laws Just in nature or th- sort of nature. There
0: or? are maybe repercussions for using. The Dragon Balls. Oh,
1: if there were, we would have heard about them a long. That's why time I ago. find it
3: weird. It's like, why is this coming up now yeah. in the last volume? Hmm. No one's bad in an eye before. Yeah, exactly.
2: Right.
0: What do you think, Julian?
2: I don't know. It does seem to be kind of a plot point that gets sort of tossed aside as soon as it's introduced.
3: And why do? You, what was the logic behind why Namekians are allowed to have them? What makes <laughs> them so great? They made them.
2: Maybe okay. it's not yeah, they allowed so much as that. Just people know that they have them, and they don't know that other people do.
4: Mm.
0: Yeah. Some. I don't know. They got him. Use him if he got him. All right. Let's, uh, geez, what do we want to talk about? Let's talk about the time skip. We have a time skip. Amazingly enough, at the end of the volume here, we got two chapters, 10 years in the future. Were you expecting a time shift, Jeff?
1: Um, I kind of was actually. Okay. I kind of was. But last time we had a time skip, it wasn't that long, right? Three years? It was like
0: six years. Six years. The... From the End of the Cell game to the Boo arc was, they say seven years. It's going by the math, maybe a little less than seven, but around there. So that's somewhat significant.
1: All right. So, so three years years
0: was Android era.
1: Okay. Yeah. So then I... I wasn't expecting it to be as much. I was expecting maybe a year. 10 you know, is pretty you're, drastic. Your classic end of movie, like uh, three months later, everything's wonderful. Well, you know that's,
0: that's where the Jump Super cool. Anime Tour special comes into play because it's right. what, like two years after the end of Boo. Well, there, here's the story that happened that we kind of forgot about. Let's tell it now. So th- they did do oh, that. No, I want to
3: watch that.
1: <laughs> yeah, we need to <laughs> yeah. watch it. Again. I agree. Okay. Really so um,
0: back, yeah, 10 yeah. years. We weren't expecting that large of a jump.
1: I was not expecting that large. And also, um, it was nice to see them go back to uh, to a Tenkei Chibidoka. I don't know if I'm skipping ahead, but... No, go ahead. That whole thing where they show it uh i really love actually where they showed the characters um and like how they look 10 years later before you actually get into the story they show like the boxes of each character what they look yeah like, yeah which came in so handy because the last time <laughs> they did Who a time was that again? yeah i was like looking at Bulma 300 times going really or like like uh could i couldn't like figure out <laughs> isn't it he him. awesome yeah <laughs> like every so time good. i
2: see him he's got this new hair
0: no what's up with vidal's haircut was it kind of like curls under Seriously. her chin
3: it's like this weird, like, 1920s kind of look.
2: Almost, although it's the like first time I saw it, it, it sort of struck me as sort of a Mary Tyler Moore, more 60s type thing, mm, but I guess maybe yeah. you're right. Yeah,
1: and also they could, have, they could have illustrated it a little bit differently, where, like, it was a family tree type of thing, because
2: it was just
0: these weird heads kind of <laughs> tilting in different Disembodied directions. heads, yeah, floating like, on the page.
1: I just had to get used to all the different character names and um, freaking Trunks and Bra. <laughs> really? Really, Bra? That's Brief
0: kinda... Buduma. Trunks, bra. Come on.
1: So, all right. Yeah. All right. Just. I'm sorry. That was... I saw that and I laughed <laughs> yeah. hysterically. It's I thought great. that was awesome. Um, as for the whole time skip thing. Um,
0: wait, wait, wait. We got to talk about the heads because ahead. I like the notes where it's like Goku and Vegeta. no Not change, changed. And then there's a bunch of other people then it's Piccolo. No, no change. change. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. I don't think I wanted to see
1: anything else before they jumped ahead I, to answer that question.
0: You don't really care about the 10 years in between?
1: Not really. Okay. I think it, it's pretty well assumed that there's training there's maybe like a friendly battle here or there apparently Goku's a very bad friend who doesn't visit on his friends I love that they
0: established this
1: like that just yeah. makes so much sense to me What
0: do what do you mean I saw you 5 years ago come on now
1: Exactly so yeah overall that was just that was nice it was it, I didn't expect 10 years but I'm not against it
0: Alright, how about the those of you here who do know the series?
3: I, you know, being a girly girl and I like my shojo, I would have loved to have seen Go Gohan and Vidale's wedding and ah. the birth of your child, but I know Toriyama doesn't draw that and doesn't know what yeah. to do.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, this is this. I'm sorry, Mary. This is all showed in from here on. I out. <laughs> know.
3: I know. I shouldn't expect anything. Where did these kids come from? I don't know. It's Ten
1: years. Toriyama animating or just drawing a wedding scene would just give me nightmares. I just cannot imagine that. Like people would be in fights. People would get drunk.
0: Toriyama in weddings is like the end of what is in the TV version. The first Dragon Ball where Chi Chi's hanging on to Goku and he's like, eh, "Stop it! Stop me!" <laughs>
2: Uh, oh,
0: Julian, what do you think? <laughs> Ten years.
2: Yeah, well well I think we we're all comfortable with where babies come from here, but you know, <laughs> it is a it is a pretty big jump, but I think he wanted the big jump Partly because he was looking for a way to end it. It's okay, Lena Mommy's gonna be right back. <laughs>
0: Speaking <laughs> of where babies come from,
2: and I think that was part of it that he wanted to emphasize that things were becoming more distant and more normal, really. Yeah. So in essence, well, we're saying, okay, Goku, Gohan doesn't fight anymore, so I guess we're not gonna see him fight. And uh, okay. That works, right.
0: man. I guess let's talk about the ending of the series. And
3: I, th- <laughs> I, I, I guess I mean, bye, guys. Living with a little black kid. You know, I've always had problems with the ending. I know. It like single handedly makes me hate Goku. So you're racist? No, I'm racist. I hate that he just leaves his family, but I guess it's expected behavior. No, no that's
1: I, I will defend this ending.
3: All right, go Whoa. ahead, Jeff.
1: All right, well, but I need to ask something first. <laughs> Okay. I remember seeing, I don't remember where, I think it was on the news segment of one of the manga reviews I was in for, where okay. it had a shot of uh-huh. Boo, I think, on Goku's back, and it had like a little faded image of Goku on Nimbus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what
3: talking about? Just Let's, so happened. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk
0: about this. Julian, would you like to introduce the new ending that Toriyama drew oh. for the Kanzenban? Oh, yes. Uh, Jeff, you said Nimbus, get out.
2: <laughs> I did say this. Oh, that's that. Oh, shit. Yeah. So the final volume of the Kanzenbang, or complete edition of the manga, had the last four pages redone slightly, so that the ending is different. Now we have this covered on our website. So if you're interested in finding out more, you can visit Daisenshuu X yourself to um, visit and take a look for yourself. I actually haven't looked at the translation in a few years so there may be a few things that i need to change but it's probably pretty accurate
0: we can talk about it in general the difference is goku flies off with Ooh, and instead of just flying off with him he brings in Kingtone, the cloud and oob actually gets on the cloud and they fly off together, really just to emphasize, okay, you know, he's pure, great.
3: He's a good guy.
0: And Jeff, this is the shot. I can't believe you remember yeah. seeing this at some point. This is the shot. It's Oobs flying off toward the screen, the reader, on Kintone. And it's this ghostly silhouette of Goku as a child doing the same thing. It's this... this is the kid this is the new hero
1: well okay see that's why i like this ending the the way that toriyama wants to the revised ending from i do like the revised ending
0: for this game yeah this is
1: not like a you know like a whole han doesn't shoot first type deal this is like actually appropriate like makes the series kind of do like a sort of uh what they call like a i can't think of the term but it basically yeah it's like an homage to the beginning of the series Yeah, yeah yeah so okay um so i thought that was better than how it ends in this version that I read, Mm -hmm. because it does seem like it ends very suddenly. They interrupt the tournament. He grabs him and flies off. And And and
0: it's basically
1: over. It's like a shock to everybody, and it's over.
0: We got a little extra here.
1: Yeah. And And that
0: little extra was what you needed?
1: It was, because it's sort of, I mean, it seems kind of obvious that when they say this kid's going to be the savior, the, the next savior of the earth. But you actually, <laughs> they said that about Gohan. I mean, you know.
0: Yeah, it's we've been said heard several that times.
1: Exactly. So they,
0: Now it's Goten and Trunks, the new heroes.
1: Right, so at this point, when I'm seeing that panel, it sort of like gives me a hint that, oh, this actually is the next savior, because... I mean it
0: for reals this time. And,
1: yeah, exactly, and I don't mean to go on a rant here, uh-huh. but I've had issues, and you know this, Mike, throughout the entire manga review, uh-huh. where I never thought uh, Goku was a great trainer in any sense whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. He has... bad teacher. I mean, his direct son is like a terrible uh, uh, fighter, has turned on to be a scholar.
0: Piccolo didn't work as a trainer. I think you need to blame the victim here. Gohan's just a shitty fighter.
1: Gohan is a shitty fighter, but uh, seriously, Goku just... I mean, he steals all the good battles yeah, yeah. when there are capable fighters that could have done it too. Like it, it has always been Goku who has been finishing off these fights uh-huh. even with Boo. And it's just like it gets annoying that he is that you don't see him becoming capable of training the next in line. Gotcha. So, when I was think when I was getting to the end of the series and I thought of that panel, I was like that panel actually sort of gave the signal to me that that he was Uh, that goku was actually going to do that with this person because this person has proven and Mm -hmm. he knows just by how powerful boo was that this would be the uh you know like the, the next most powerful thing ever right, right. and like he actually could be a really good mentor to this kid sure so that's why i really liked that okay. ending in particular because it really does reverse my entire thought of goku being like a completely pointless mentor like yeah, he yeah. actually could be good at this and it sort of proves that there
0: okay two other things amazingly with the revised kanz ending that i want to talk about remember in the original version which is printed here in the the vis release it kind of concludes by saying you know, thank to the Dragon Balls, we'll get through things. Let me read, uh, actually, Julian's translation of how the Kanzenban ends in that same place. I am only able to show you the story of Son Goku, his many friends, and the Dragon Balls up to this point, the end. Even after this, we can probably expect that there will still be various troubles, no different than before. But somehow, they're definitely going to overcome them. It will be alright, because on Earth, there are some incredible guys. No mention of the Dragon Balls here. Instead, the focus is on how great these strong guys on Earth are. Jeff, does this kind of paint really the ending of the series in a different light for you? Was
1: this, uh, now hold on, was this line from the original or from the revised? This
0: is the revised one in the Kanzen Bond written by Toriyama. The original one was something like, you know, thanks to the Dragon Balls, everything will be okay. Exactly, yeah. This is thanks to these incredible guys on Earth. Things are going to be, no mention of Dragon Balls.
1: I don't like that as much as the Dragon Ball ending. You like the
0: not. Dragon Ball one better.
1: I do. I do. Okay. Because, dare I say it, the show is called Dragon Ball.
0: All right, you bring it back to that.
1: So, I mean, I'm, I yeah, it, really, the guys are incredible, and they do all the work and whatnot, but I do have to bring it back to that, because okay. they even show up in the last volume. They do their job. They are in these incredible mythical I things. I am very happy about that. That break the balance of nature and time and whatever, but they are... They're there. They're the focus of the series at some point and not in others, but yeah, it just... When I when I see the... I mean, it could be the translation, but I don't think it is. No, Julian, I don't mean to blame Julian. you. Um, but it just... It doesn't seem all that like all that dramatic when you just say, hey, there's some great guys on Earth. I know that. I've seen them in action. Okay. But like, when you say that it was because of the Dragon Balls, I get more of an effect out of that.
0: Mary, what do you think about the change here? In I'm wording?
3: torn. Because when they say it's just because of the Dragon Balls, it's like it takes away the human element of it. It's like it's these just, things oh, will always these be there things. to conveniently fix things all the time. But... I agree with Jeff that, you know, it is called Dragon Ball. We got to take it back to, you know, the roots and everything. So I think they're both good in their own ways. There is one last change, and that's what Vegeta
0: says. At the very end, in the original version, he says something like, oh, this isn't about protecting the earth, implying now this is about you wanting to fight strong guys. And he's kind of smirking at how interesting that is. At Goku's, he's kind of not lying. But here in the Kanzenban, this final frame of Vegeta, he says, sooner or later, Kakarot, I will show you defeat to me. All right, l- let's forget about me. L- let me go over to you then, Jeff. Does this change anything for you?
1: Oh, mm. well, I,
0: I got thoughts.
1: OK, what are I I'm, your thoughts. I'm well, I could see that being more practical than the original uh where Vegeta. Yeah,
0: is. that's Vegeta, right? Yeah, he wants to be Goku.
1: Yeah, makes sense. But I do kind of like how in the original mm-hmm. he 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 does say it's like, well, you want me to get a soul? It looks like I got one. You know, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I do like that. I mean, it's very impractical and completely bogus. I mean, I don't think there's any basis, but that's (laughs) like the last that's (laughs) like the last volume as a whole. Like most of it can be said that there's bogus and Uh impractical and whatnot. But it does really seem kind of nice that that Vegeta is uh, able to possibly have a soul somewhere in there (laughs) because Goku has one. I mean, he's also a science. So, I mean, you know, um, well, you
0: know, the hit on the head.
1: Yeah, well, still. So okay. it's like, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I did actually like that in the original, more okay. so than what I'm hearing in this.
0: Julian, let me ask you, because when we posted up the new Bond ending so many years ago, I think you and I were pretty much in agreement with Jeff, right?
2: I think so. I mean, I thought it kind of goes back on Vegeta's character.
0: Yeah, I mean, Goku, you're number one. He's admitted defeat. Yeah. To Goku at this point.
2: And I think we also said that it provides a segue into GT, which um, I suppose right. with Toriyama's influence, it should be considered as part of the whole. But at the same time, yeah, yeah, a lot of people want to ignore it.
3: Mary, what do you think? A little change of dialogue? I, I think it kind of uh, takes Vegeta two steps back yeah. a little bit. I, I agree. like the I like the original more. It seems a little more insightful. Vegeta's
0: part he's so much more down to earth with that. Ah, oh, wait a sec. You're not projecting. You're
3: just here. a self serving ass. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Last thing before we do some vis-isms. The farewell picture for starting the last chapter. Goku reminiscing the first time he met Bulma. This is where our story started. Oh, d- well. d- it's like you feel it in the heart. There. <laughs> it wasn't.
1: Uh, it wasn't just there. I thought it was appropriate because. The picture that starts off the volume.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. Is with
1: Goku and Bulma. Yep. Yeah, they're
3: old and I like it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I was wondering, that's odd. Why are Goku and Bulma at the beginning of the volume? What does Bulma have to do with this volume? Did I totally screw up my prediction? And she doesn't have anything to do with this volume at all. No. Nope. Until that last chapter where that picture comes up, which I thought was extremely fitting.
3: Isn't that just. icing on the cake. It oh, tugs.
1: It tugs. It's yeah.
0: such a good drawing.
3: Everything,
0: everywhere we've come from. It's a story. Sentimental. It was that moment.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very much Aww, so. It's so good. All right. Do we want to ruin the mood? <laughs> talk about some. There. There are other things we could talk about. We didn't talk about any. Maybe we were joking. We could show Jeff some of this filler in the TV version <laughs> to extend things. All of the prior villains are down in hell watching the fight on Babadook's crystal ball, which makes no sense because you're supposed to. Lose your bodies before you go to hell. Right. But Frieza right. and Cell are down there watching the fight. Oh, All right. dear. Let's do some viz-isms. We have a few here. What we've been doing for a while now, our buddy Jake Herms from Consentide lets us know what are some things changed in the viz translation, maybe a censor or some kind of strange rewording. Some of them are pretty obvious, especially in this volume as we get toward the end. A lot of them are important, though. I think I should take this first one. My namesake. <laughs> Evil Vegerot is uh, Mike with a goatee and a scout. <laughs> so, Vegito has been renamed to Vegerot. Obviously, the name Vegito, well, maybe not so obviously. It comes from Vegeta and Kakaroto, which combine into Vegito. Now, since Viz has, I say appropriately enough, renamed Kakarotto, you drop that toe because it's a hard sound to just kakarot the combination doesn't make much sense without some clarification so rather than give a little note about oh here's where that o came from they just go with vegerot but and jake made this note it's interesting they spell kakarot with two r's to kind of mirror the spelling of carrot but vegerot just has one r thoughts on the name change jeff you're you're like uh,
1: what do you got um okay so well i could understand why they did vegerot the the
0: logic is sound
1: it is and also, if you look at Vegeta's name normally uh-huh. versus Vegeto, uh-huh. I honestly would have probably glossed over the fact that they had a name change. Like I would have been, I would have had to have reread that panel probably three times, going, "Oh wait, there's a difference here." Yeah, yeah. Just because I mean, if they added a letter and they changed a the letter. Sure, that would have thrown me off. The fact that it says Vegrot makes more sense to me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Where you know, there's enough of a change, I can see it. There's a because
0: Vegeto says, huh. Vegeta and Kakarot. Guess that makes me here Vegerot. or is it Vegarot? You don't really know.
1: Yeah, but I, I
0: think that makes sense. Anyone else thoughts on there being a name change? Because I think we can all agree that by Viz logic, it makes sense. Yeah.
2: Mm, I suppose at the same time they could have done something. Plus, yeah, uh, at by that point Vegito, with several different spellings had already been accepted by the fan base. So it just comes off as kind of jarring, even if it makes more logical sense.
0: We've talked about, at this point, is we're more clever than we need to be. My whole thing is, a character's name is a character's name, whether or not it makes sense. I think a note would have sufficed here. His name is Vegito. His name's not Vegerot. I, I just go by that. Even when, just earlier, volume or two ago, when we had the two kids... I think idasa nikose they changed one of the kids names to adapt it as a pun but kept the other one in japanese even if the pun is clever and gets across a name is a name to me and i think proper nouns should be kept intact and if you need to put a note so be it i totally get that it's up to personal preference where viz is at this point and we're going to talk about some of these viz isms that we just are not on board with but we'll get to them um let's just go around let's start with jeff the next one here then
1: Okay, so uh, number two here is about birdie censoring. So after Boo absorbs Vegito during his little midair victory dance, he flips the bird. And of course, that is censored into just the fist by Viz. That's right.
3: Okay, this one's called Battle Power 1001. As Goku contemplates fusing with Mr. Satan, originally he notes that it'd be like a power of a thousand becoming a thousand and one. This is dropped out completely.
0: Yeah, he just says, oh, I'd probably get weaker, but. Japanese get a little extra Uh, Julian, you're cheesy here
2: Cheesy While Dende carries Mr. Satan to the battleground He says he can sense Boo's key Satan misunderstands thinking that Dende is talking about Boo's tree, which is also key in Japanese. To adapt this, Viz goes with Satan hearing Dende say booze cheese instead of chi. And I think this was actually in a fan translation at some point. Interesting. O- or, they or ma-
0: similar kind of thing.
2: Maybe. Or actually, maybe it was in in the fan translation from years back. He said booze keys or something like that. I don't remember.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Something like that. Gotcha. Interesting, of course, always that Viz goes with chi instead of key but
3: they've yeah. always done that yeah they've always done that whatever
0: mm-hmm. uh so the next one here ambiguous power in japanese it's ambiguous whether absorbing both kaioshin made Buu gentler or if it was just the dai kaioshin's influence but viz they go ahead and make it explicitly both so when east kaioshin explains about how the original boo which he says an incomplete creation absorbed the two kaioshin the elder kaioshin originally just replies so he was finally complete while well, in viz he says So the souls he ate tamed him. Adding in extra words, unintentionally clarifying things that were left ambiguous. Unless you care about comparing powers, you're going to gloss right over it. But it's there. Jeff, boo, he just ain't got no soul.
1: He ain't got no soul. In response to that previous conversation, Kaiushin responds by saying that Boo has lost the heart he gained. While in Viz, he says that Boo has lost his soul. This creates something of a plot hole since the pure Boo is eventually reincarnated as Oob. If he didn't have a soul, what would there have been to reincarnate? (laughs) Ah, Viz. That's
3: deep, man. Mary, I ranted on Twitter. You ranted (laughs) to me. I did rant to you. Goku is dot, dot, dot. In Japanese, Vegeta says, oh my god, number one-da, meaning you're number one. Uh, Viz translates this as, you are the champion. And I expected him to start singing. Like might a- keep
1: on fighting till the end.
3: My deal here is, he says number one. <laughs> he says number one in English, just keep it. <laughs> Why would you change that? I don't know, maybe it's think it sounds even too hokey.
0: A mad thing. Like, I'm not angry about it i'm just flabbergasted yeah why
3: why do you need to no says you are number one the end (laughs) the end
0: (laughs) (laughs) state of being All right,
2: Julian, no Satan, no joke. Yes, as Goku starts to launch the Genkidama, he thanks Mr. Satan for his help, saying, You've done it, Satan. You might really be Earth's savior. The greatest line ever, right? Total punchline for the character's entire purpose. Over in Viz, on the other hand, this gets adapted as, Good work, Hercule. Maybe you really are the world's champion. Hated it.
0: Censoring. (sighs) Really have to imagine, just obviously the character's name has been censored since he was introduced, but getting rid of the word savior there, which is pretty explicit. To me, to Jake, I think to all of us, the punchline for Mr. Satan is Satan is the savior of Earth at the end of the day. Yeah. lols. You get rid of that and it's just kind of a scene. I don't know. That's my thought. Hated it. You hated it. Hated
1: it. I hated knew it. I knew it. I'm so happy this was a Like You could
0: just tell in the original. That oh,
1: yeah. Because I read that. I'm like, that is way too bad. Like, that is... I mean, that just... Ugh! Terrible writing. now nah, I would have left it.
0: Mary hates <laughs> Let's go over to Mary. Mary, the mother, I'm doctor. laughing Mo at I know I named all these, so you can laugh and thank me. Okay, I thought these came from Jake. No, no, <laughs> I'm Jake impressed. didn't have titles. I gave him titles. If Jake does the work. I just try to be funny.
3: <laughs> so Viz gives Mo Kiko a silly pseudo Russian accent for no real reason. Maybe he looks like a Mongolian warrior or something. I don't know. No real reason. <laughs> <laughs> nice touch <laughs> thank
0: you uh i guess i'll do one here all in the family and when Pong goes out to fight mo Keiko, someone in the crowd wonders about how a little girl could have gotten through the preliminaries the person next to him suggests that she cheated and viz the person says nepotism i guess jake was wondering maybe viz is trying to be cute adding in a big word it's again pretty explicit he's just saying oh maybe she cheated why change it around it's not about that she's related to Mr. Satan is just, well, maybe it is, but it, it's a change. Uh, Julian, why don't you take the next one here?
2: Okay. This has long since stopped with the curse words, but Goku's assault on Uub is not actually censored with poopy pants. The word Goku uses in Japanese is unko tare, which is basically a tamer version of kusotare. Both unko and kuso refer to feces, but unko is milder, like saying poopy or "duty," And tare means to hang down, so basically he's saying they have poop hanging off the butt. So it's pretty spot
0: on. <laughs> I like this. Jeff, did you pick up on that? Did you expect more from Goku or did it kind of make sense? It, it made sense to me. Okay. Uh geez. I guess I'll finish it off here. The final chapter. At the beginning of the final chapter, there's like we we're talking about an image of Goku and Bulma's first meeting and a little message from the narrator. In Japanese, this message concludes with the statement, in other words, this is the last chapter. Viz removes that final sentence. And maybe it's just because, well, clearly it's the final volume. You don't really need to add it in there. And... This kind of has some historical significance. Jake and I talked about this with Toriyama's intended endings. The deal here was in the second to last chapter, Toriyama has an uh, announcement at the very end saying, next chapter, something really special is going to happen. And that special announcement in the final chapter is, we're done. So by kind of removing that message in the final chapter saying, oh, and it's the final chapter, you're kind of removing that. I don't know. It's not playing with a Japanese audience, but it's, Kind of taking away that whole, I don't even know how to phrase it, it's just Toriyama's, his message, why would you take away his message? But I guess it makes sense.
1: Well, Mm. it doesn't if you're reading the...
3: The collected volume where you know it's the end. But
0: they keep keep in that second to last chapter message. Yeah. But then there's not really a a final, well, I guess there is a final message.
1: Well... I don't know. I was kind of curious about that, too. They seem to make a big deal out of what's happening in the last chapter. And that, that brings
0: it all the way back to Weekly Jump, where it was, oh, great, what's going to happen? No one knew that next week, with that chapter, Toriyama was going to announce, I'm done, bitches. See ya.
1: It didn't translate well.
0: It's a thing. It was there.
1: That's a visism. Jeff. Oh, God. <laughs> can, I, can I just say something real quick here? You can we... say this. All right. Whatever you, you want. Do you put an explicit tag on your podcast when you put it up? Because you're going to get a lot of that words. I don't. A lot of F bombs.
0: Jeff, I almost forgot. Oh god.
1: <laughs> I was Becky on that.
0: We've been saying for a while. We've we're gonna have some final thoughts and we've got thoughts from the audience too. Definitely. But I said, Jeff, when we're done with the manga, there's a quiz. <laughs> What do you remember? Oh God, not dude. Very are you much. ready for this? Um, I'm no. so proud of myself for some of the questions.
1: <laughs> um, I will try my best. I
0: think it's burped in the microphone. I don't care. I'm so happy. <laughs> Jeff, question number one. All right. What was the first wish ever made in the series?
1: Oh God, I haven't read that volume in years.
0: <laughs> it's been four and a half years, man. <laughs> oh God. What um, was the first wish?
1: I mean, I would even have to remember back to who made the first wish, (laughs) and I would only assume that was Goku. Uh, I'm going to actually guess that it was the, uh, the, from the, I can't remember the character's names. I'm going to have a huge problem with that. Whatever You remember the Native American village?
0: Oh yeah, Upim Bora.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. The the guy who died. Yep, Bora, the dead. Bora. Uh Uh-huh. I thought The first, maybe not the first wish, but I know it was one of the early ones where they wished him back.
0: Okay, Jeff, that was an early wish. First wish in the series. Pilaf gathered the Dragon Balls. Oolong rushes in and wishes for a pair of panties.
1: Oh, of course. That one I should have remembered.
0: That was the first wish. All right. Zero for one here. Question number two. 21st, 22nd, and 23rd Tenkaichi Budokai. Name the winners. Yeah, not happening. Um,
1: (laughs) All right. Satan and Goku. I could get those two, I think.
0: Satan and Goku have never fought in a tournament.
1: Not against each other. Nope. like they never won.
0: Oh, you're saying that. Okay, they, In, uh, independently. Yeah, not
1: together. They just won Okay, okay. So you've those.
0: named... Uh, I see where you're going. Yes. You've named two characters. Name a third character.
1: Okay. Um. I want to say there was some downtrodden kid who needed the money to save his village, and I can't remember what it was.
0: Well, that was Oop, but... Uh, I thought there was another one. <laughs> they kind of left. There, yeah,
2: there was an adult true. who had that feature as well. <laughs>
0: that, that's
1: right. There was an adult who had that feature. I can't remember his name. But Can I just get away with saying that character?
0: You, you can get away with it, but it would be wrong. It would be wrong. All right, okay. Jeff... I almost give you partial credit for one of those answers. Goku, Goku did win yes. a tournament. That one I You're knew. right. He won the 23rd Tenkaichi Budokai. The one I was going to give you partial credit for there was actually Mr. Satan because he won, we learn, a Tenkaichi Budokai. That would have been the 24th, though, that we never saw. Right. 21st Tenkaichi Budokai, Goku versus Jackie Chun. Tommy Sanjin, Jackie Chun wins. Yep. 22nd Tenkaichi Budokai, Goku versus, do you remember? 22nd. Tenshin Han. Tenshin Han. Yes. Intention Han wins because Goku hits a car and hits the ground first. You got Goku. Goku wins the twenty third Tenkaichi Budokai against Piccolo Ma Junior. All right, wow, next question zero Han. for two here. <laughs> what was Commander Red's true ultimate goal?
1: Oh, yeah, right. Let's see. Go back about four years to give. Bore guns to bears.
0: <laughs> I almost have to give it to you.
3: Can I, can I guess this one? Because because I'm not sure I remember, not remember either. Did you wish to be taller? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, you're right. Holy
0: crap, that's funny.
2: <laughs> okay, I, I need to get going. Actually, guys.
0: So oh I'm no, I'm going to call it short. Leave. Yeah. Okay. Oh
4: we'll, Julian we'll give Dates you pictures
3: of cake and well, thank you. and we'll save a slice for you. We'll send it through the internet. I'm glad
0: you can share good. as much of the show as you could.
2: All right. Well I am glad to have been a part of it. All right. See, See you later. Bye. bye.
0: All right, Jeff, zero for three. Question number four. How did Tenshin Hung get the scar across his chest?
1: Um he fought some he uh here's you'll love this. All right.
0: <laughs> I hope so.
1: He fought Kenshin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jeff this is more about entertaining me and the audience than it is about you getting the right answers good
1: because I, I hope go. I'm entertaining you with these
0: and I
3: can see the Kenshin connection because Han's anime voice actor played Psycho. Saito
0: in Kenshin Mary yes I know you know the answer to this one. okay how, how did he get a scar
3: fighting Tao Pai Pai
0: yep hidden blade inside his cyborg arm he whipped it out he sliced <laughs> him Jeff, zero for four. Damn. Question number five. Who were the first two Earthlings Raditz met?
1: <laughs> um. Oh, God. Uh, Raditz showed up on... Wait, did he show up on the beach? Was it Goku and Gohan?
0: Incorrect. first two Earthlings that Raditz meets are the genius farmer and Piccolo. <laughs> wait, Piccolo's, and Earth, Piccolo's not an Earthling. Earthling.
3: Well, he lives on I Earth demand Earth a recount. Wait a minute. The- farmer and... Krillin. Regardless,
0: you didn't say farmer, so you're wrong. Oh my god, you're right, because I was thinking
1: Napa was uh, Napa meant the farmer, but that wasn't true at all. That no, was Napa rabbit. never meant a farmer. Duh, if I had actually like watched the first episode of uh How many times bridge. have you
0: seen in the beginning of the scene?
1: How many times have I seen the beginning of a bridged? <laughs> I watched that first episode like crazy Jeff, when you
0: are out. zero for five. You are halfway through your quiz. You have zero answers. To you've <laughs> already failed. Is a half question, right? Question number six. All Thank right, you. Thank you, Mary. Yes, like
3: partial credit, that 40% was.
0: 40% of the question. <laughs> Who do we see Frieza actually kill? Hint, there are three of that Name all three that Frieza kills. Oh, really? Come on. Yes. Go. One I of them no is
1: freaking so clue.
0: important to the plot of the series. What?
1: That- what? Goku?
0: <laughs> no frieza does not kill goku well
1: that's what i'm saying he's an important character to the plot
0: oh, jeff jeff come on man <laughs> who does frieza kill i think there's three i think i counted them right
3: <laughs> i mean not counting the untold billions across no, the cosmos who do
0: we
1: see frieza kill who we see him kill that's that's a great question actually fuck if i know all right you ready yeah go ahead
0: all right he kills cargo dende's little brother remember changed in the tv version to doria kills him then he kills vegeta yep and then come on jeff kind of triggers an important transformation in the series wow man alcohol (laughs) howdy thoughts i don't blame you
1: yeah can't think of it
0: little ball dude flies up in the sky explodes gold hair goes up (laughs) the look on your faces
1: yeah definitely intoxicated (laughs) nope not coming up golden hair coming up what like trunks
0: um, <laughs> totally Frieza creepy. appears up on the cliff, shoots Piccolo. Piccolo doesn't die. Kuroden flies up into the sky, laughs, explodes. Goku! <laughs> <laughs> Goku turns Super Saiyan for the first time.
1: From Kuroden.
0: Yeah, this this was kind of an important thing.
1: <laughs> From Kuroden.
0: All right, Jeff, you're a zero for six. Question number seven. Which number, Jinzo Ningen, was Dr. Gero?
1: Oh, yeah, he was one of them, wasn't he?
0: Do you remember, do you remember the story arc? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, not really uh, but, uh which number was dr gero that's a good question but i, I know that's think, why i'm asking you well yeah but i don't know i'm kind of confused i thought dr gero was human and wasn't a ningen he turned, him turned himself into himself one, into one. <laughs> he turned himself into one huh all right i'm going to guess number one
0: uh no he's number 20 <laughs> ah, number right, 20 zero for seven question What's number really? eight how did cell regenerate after goku blew him apart
1: By combining all his cells, I thought. I mean, that's that's sort of more how he did than...
0: By combining all his cells? You're going to need to adapt your answer a little bit, I I mean,
1: yeah. um, Fuck if I remember.
0: All right. So Goku blows off the top half of Cell with a Kamehameha. But thanks to the nucleus inside Cell, he is able to regenerate. And also, when Cell is kind of transported away by Goku and explodes and destroys Kaio's planet, he comes back and explains, well, the nucleus... Inside of my head, as long as that's intact, I can regenerate myself, and that, of course, brings in the plot hole. Well, when Goku blew off the top half, if his nucleus is in his head, then how do... You... Regardless, you got it wrong. All right, yeah. zero for a question number nine. How did Dabra die? Oh,
1: I don't even remember that. Who's Dabra? <laughs> Who's this character you just throw at me? You're making up names at this uh, point.
0: Right, Boo turned him into a cookie, and he ate him, and finally the last. <laughs> <lasts. laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, hang on a second. What? I would just like to say for any of the people out there listening who think I have no idea what I'm talking about. It's a you're different right.
0: Jeff sitting here right
1: now. <laughs> you're right. I don't. But you try reading a series over the period of four years and you try remembering this stuff.
0: Yeah, but Dabber was just like two months ago. Who cares? It was two months. I wasn't
1: reading the manga constantly. <laughs>
0: Jeff, the final of ten questions. You remember the Patara earrings?
1: <laughs> yes, I do. remember From an hour the ago.
0: Yes. How many potara fused characters do we see in the series?
1: Patara fused characters. Yes,
0: how many do we see in the series? You don't even have to name them. I'll accept a number.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Because I've only seen one fusion from Dance. I've seen another fusion from Patari earrings. I'm going to say one.
3: Incorrect. What? Mary, do you know the oh, answer? two.
0: Oh, wait. Do the, do
1: the Kaioshin do it? No, the Kaioshin don't do it.
3: Mary's dying over I there. am dying, but not because of the quiz. It's from lack of <laughs> No, breathing. I'm
1: dying because of the quiz.
3: <laughs> Is It, a, it was a Kibito and Kaioshin. That's correct. However. What? The
0: correct answer what is 3? What? We have Vegito, Goku and Vegeta. We have Kaioshin, Kaioshin and Kibito. The elder Kaioshin is fused with a witch
4: via oh, the right.
0: earrings. Oh, wow. Okay. Da, da, Jeff, you didn't catch. get a single goddamn question right. <laughs> I'm impressed. Nope, then... <laughs> I'm impressed too. <laughs> hey, I had a half.
3: Yes, a 3rd a third. A third. A third. Not, you said Goku. I
1: got a third. I got a point three three three. Oh infinite. my
0: god! All right, <laughs> it was magical. I'm so glad I put effort into these questions. It didn't. Wouldn't matter what I asked you, you <laughs> didn't get anything right. Let's.
3: Who is let's, the main character of this series?
0: <laughs> oh wait,
1: wait! I got it. Gohan.
0: Where are yeah. you right now, Jeff? Let's take a moment. Guys, it has been well over four years since we started this. So many things have happened. We're going to hear from some of the listeners in a second here. Jeff, I got to ask you your thoughts. The manga review of Awesomeness.
1: Well, what I can remember, apparently.
0: Well.
3: <laughs> you think it was a good show.
1: Uh, Well, so if we, if we just bring it over to plot points, I think I was not expecting this series to have as many good literary elements as I noticed as I was going through the volumes. Characters are fleshed out incredibly well. Things have cause and effect there's just so many great little things here and there that he throws in there's great comedic moments and there's uh things that they return to a tenkaichi budokai was always a welcome thing yeah yeah see in this and we got an
0: extra one toward the end i mean vegeta blew half of it up but
1: yeah exactly But that was perfect and then we
0: got it right at the end in this volume too so we had 21 22 23 25 28
1: yeah it makes sense I, i i thought that the whole manga itself was just incredibly well balanced there were some volumes that we didn't like obviously but
0: yeah well i guess let me ask you what surprised you the most you're talking about oh it was actually well written was that what surprised you the most about reading dragon ball
1: now i had a f- i mean well if a series has a following like it does in japan and here it's got to be well you know it's
0: got something to it's it
1: got to have something to but it
0: what surprised you the most
1: it wasn't completely in. okay I mean, it was we we don't see was. Re, don't really see weddings we don't see yeah, romance yeah. all that much things are downplayed a lot but uh-huh. i mean it's not completely shown in to the point where it's like you know just battle after battle after battle with like no actual character development whatsoever i mean yeah, yeah. you actually feel for these characters i mean especially at the end where you see even like vegeta is been becoming humanized. sentimental yeah, yeah like that's just uh, uh fantastic i mean it could have gone a completely different route where it just had no plot and it was just fighting and fighting but it's not not really that way at all especially in the beginning chapters where uh it's more about the character development the training Mm -hmm. uh i mean that whole part i know we had missed that and it came back later on like twice and we really loved it i mean it was just but yeah it was just it was just constant nice reminders of how good the series was
0: and dragon ball really was one of the pioneers of doing that shonen jump last i checked 50% 50% female audience. I don't know how that has changed over the years, but Dragon Ball's, I mean, Mary's sitting here right oh, now. Oh, girl.
3: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> really? You get the same thing from Dragon Ball. It's not just the fight. That's
3: why I've always loved it so much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if it was just straight up fighting, I could have just have easily gotten into Fist of the North Star, but, right. you know, I'm not. God damn it. We're going to wash
0: all <laughs> of it will. one day. We will. I've had such a great time. It was an excuse to reread it. Not that I need an excuse. Yeah,
3: for me, it was an excuse to just flat out read it. Because I was so spotty too.
0: <laughs> to be forced to reread things that I thought I didn't really enjoy, like the Red Ribbon arc, but then kind of come around a little bit on it. And then every time someone asks us, what what was our favorite volume? We're always pointing back to volume three. And that was Goku's training with Kudiden under Kamisen. I
3: would have to reread the whole thing again for me to pick out, to a, pick new out favorite. a favorite. There were a few that we were like, wow, that was really solid. Yeah, it I had a later. little bit of everything. Yeah, exactly. so it was one just a couple of volumes ago where we were. And we're surprised that. Yeah. that we
0: liked it yeah. so much. And we already liked the series, Mary, myself, Julian. So to be kind of surprised that we like it more than we thought we did was a genuine. Surprise and just amazing experience.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, I, I, I mean, the, the, the real shock is um, not just the content, but the uh, the fact that everybody had uh, very different opinions on things that happened. Yeah, yeah. And all the little things that, that everybody picked out, basically.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, And you were such a huge part of that. And we're going to hear that from some of the listeners as well. We say, oh, yeah, Jeff's got the new perspective. He picks things out. You really did. You really, really did over these 42 volumes. Things that we just gloss over because we're so indoctrinated.
1: Yeah. With the series. Brainwashed. That's also what I was kind of thinking what was going to happen, too. I I mean, I have a different background from what I normally watch or read uh, when it comes to manga. Anyway, I'm, you know, I'm the huge huge guy next not still am.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. um,
1: but uh, that little uh, difference of background when you're given material that's still just as good I mean I've answered the question already last time where I said I yeah, wasn't going to be a fan, fan of it right. but I definitely appreciate it
4: mm-hmm.
1: um, so I mean I would, I would absolutely recommend it to um, people that I know that um, but
0: don't just take my word for <laughs> it
1: yeah well i kind of feel like i had the benefit of having uh expert commentary yeah. along with the actual uh-huh. uh you know not li- just li- the experience it. of just reading it so yeah. i mean the, I, I got so much out of it because yeah of that. you
0: got some of the behind the scenes as we're talking about like oh we know that Toriyama's planning on ending it at this point and this right. is why he wrote this and Yeah, Yeah.
1: So that just makes the whole thing like that much of a better experience than just like reading it on my own and and sort of like just sort of wondering what these little Mm -hmm. odd things happening are. So that was greatly appreciated. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, I think it was, it was a much better experience than just giving me the manga and, you know, getting my opinions next time I show up on the show. Talked about it later. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Being forced into it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You offered, you offered. All right. We have so much to talk about still. We're, we're going to announce very shortly if there will be a replacement for the manga review of Awesomeness. But I asked folks out there, you know, it's been over four and a half years. You all have been listening to it the giant poll we conducted quite some time ago on the site. Overwhelming response to people's favorite segment of the show, even within the topic itself, was the manga review of Awesomeness. It sounds to me like... A lot of people really, really adored this segment. Oh boy! And, and having a chance to go through it. So what I'd like to do is read some of the comments that people toss out there. Jeff, you're going to get a lot of the love here too. <laughs> so let's uh, jump, man, away back. I asked folks, hey, you know, it's it's been four and a half years. What do you think? sayo Wolf Randy says, I believe my first podcast episode was a manga review of Awesomeness, the twenty third Tenkaichi Budokai. Then I bought the manga to join in. The segment will be missed that's something that i was hoping people would do is not just listen but also read along i'm really glad people were able to do that
3: james writes the end of an era it is
0: doing it for so long
1: uh daft brian says um i've gone through two schools three girlfriends and four jobs And um I think I, I'd I'd respond to that with I've gone through no schools, one girlfriend and one job. So I don't know. I guess, that's the ranking.
0: Drain Echo says, I'm so excited for this episode. It's been amazing. Love you guys. Well, we love you too. Thanks
3: Aww. so much. Tanuki writes, I can't believe it's been four years. If I had a kid when this first started, it would have been going to pre-K by now. What?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jumping off of that, speaking of kids.
1: Yes, Miss Simba writes, my son was born shortly after the review began. I can't believe how fast those four and a half years went by. I'm going to miss it.
0: And Julian, a child in these four years as well i Mm -hmm. mean she's only a year and a half a year and four months a year but, but still man starrot says i can't believe it's over been such a fun journey though i'm so glad i'm so glad you guys have had fun too Uh, mary willie writes a few things so he kind of cheated in multiple tweets that's okay what the hell we'll read them all it's a story
3: i was at burger king the first time i heard your plans for the manga review of awesomeness i remember thinking that it would take about three and a half years now that even more time than that has passed i must say i will truly miss the hilarious and much loved manga review of awesomeness congrats to all of you i can't wait to see what comes next even if there's nothing, I know that if I ever need commentary on any volume of Dragon Ball, I could just pull up the episode in question and have a good time. Thanks so much.
0: And again, I mean, I talk podcast inside baseball every once in a while, but part of what I've always tried to do with the show is I want the topic to be more or less timeless. I want you to be able to go back. And if you see something that interests you, no, know you can go back and listen to it and it'll be just as fresh and engaging as it was I hope, when we first recorded it. Just skip the news section. Because you might <laughs> laugh
3: at news from like skip, 2007. Skip the news. It's not really
0: interesting. Sometimes it's like, oh, sparking Neo's got characters. <laughs> I don't really care anymore. Derp. <laughs> Jeff, you say derp on my <laughs> I it's, it's a derp on your show. <laughs> Gibby Nader says.
1: All right, Gibby Nader says, thanks to you guys. I was turned on to the manga version of the series, and I haven't looked back.
0: Yeah, man, Jeff. I mean, you've seen some of the TV version, but coming over to the manga, no filler? So nice. Our buddy Castor says, I haven't listened to all of them, but hearing Jeff's fresh experience was enlightening. I hope a little bit of entertaining as well there. Thanks, Ryan.
3: Heath writes, seriously, my hat's off to you guys. As someone who knows what consistent dedication it takes to keep it going, a sincere congrats.
0: We appreciate that, sir.
1: Definitely. Thanks, guys.
0: Our buddy Kerber says... It's been a lot of fun seeing you guys go through the entire series. Makes me wish I had enough money to afford buying all the manga. I know a lot of people are in that boat, too.
1: Don't buy it all at once. Jeez. Oh,
0: jeez. Check your local library. Uh, that's why we delayed it all the time. So you can afford <laughs> we need to afford the manga.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Jeff Jacoby. <laughs>
1: oh, Jacoby. Jacoby says, time to, uh, time to re-listen to older ones. Now, anime review of awesomeness. Oh,
0: jeez. Yep, Jeff. One episode. 291 weeks in a row. You ready?
1: one one disc a month is all it's what he says I would rather <laughs> shoot myself
3: this is from uh, Herms the first Malga review of awesomeness in episode 63 on February 4th 2007 I had 30 forum posts then and wouldn't join Codz and Ty for almost a year
0: <laughs> and look where he is now it just really puts things in perspective I mean you can become a leading figure in the Dragon Ball community in the time we've spent on this
1: alright Lord Moonstone says it's been an incredible journey Jeff's thoughts really offer summer kindled love for the series. I'm eager and sad to see it end.
0: And then Jeff Tanuki, <laughs> we already heard him put up a little image here.
1: He's got an image with a bear with a sword. <laughs> bear with <Awesome>. Sword <laughs> trademark
0: owned by Mike. Loved Congratulations it. on the completion of the Dragon Ball manga.
1: Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Love thank it. Love you. it.
0: That was Twitter. Bear we, with a sword. I don't want to stop reading though. People, I mean. God, you guys and gals, I appreciate this so much. Let's go over to Facebook here. Jake says it's sad it's ending, but it'll be awesome to hear the last one. Well, I hope it. I hope it was everything you wanted.
3: To be to your rights. So I can't wait. Well,
0: here it is. Hope you enjoyed it,
1: Jeff. Uh, John Edvard Genius. Am I reading that right? right, He says, oh man, it's so sad that it is already over. Hopefully Jeff won't hate the ending too much. I really like it myself.
0: (laughs) We talked about that. I hope you heard what you wanted. David says, one of the longest segments on the show next to Andrew Deluxe's rantings.
3: it hasn't been for a while. Long time listener
0: there. Uh, Mary Jo
3: says. Joe says, I can't believe it's been that long and I can't believe it's coming to a close. It was definitely something I looked forward to from month to month. I was just starting to collect the manga when the reviews started and occasionally you guys kept me on my toes making sure to buy the next volumes before the manga review of Awesomeness went up. That sadly ended when I stopped buying the manga around volume 30. Viz, what can I say? <laughs> But that didn't keep me from tuning in, of course. I just couldn't follow along with you guys as I listened anymore. Anyway, I'll stop rambling and say I'm sad to see the segment go, but I'm excited to see what comes next. That's very telling. Thank you. Fascinating stuff.
1: Vaughn writes, love the ride. Hope Jeff can continue to be on the show.
3: We'll talk about that. Next one here, Sydney says, no matter
0: what, I always seem to get emotional at the end of any manga or anime series, Dragon Ball included. I must say, listening to the Manga Review of Awesomeness, in quotes, of course, courtesy of Jeff over here, every month,
4: also (laughs) in quotes, quotes, (laughs)
0: has been a great segment in the show. It was something new and unique. I can't believe it's taken you guys over four years.
3: (laughs) Can't believe it (laughs) either,
0: Four years of awesome segment in the show, which I am sad to see go. Thanks for all the work you guys put into this segment. I'm sure it was a lot of fun. If it makes all your efforts worthwhile. Myself, as a big fan of Dragon Ball, highly appreciated this and brought a new light into something I already loved. By this, I mean that some things I never realized in the manga that were there were pointed out and made the manga even more awesome and fun to read. I feel like I must include this, too. Thank you, Mary, Jeff, Mike, and Julian, for a truly awesome and all-around entertaining podcast. I feel like this went way too long for something so simple. Too long, didn't read. Love the segment, and thank you for it. Oh, well, I'm, 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 I'm kind of sad reading this. Aww.
4: Oh.
3: Royce writes, what a long and strange journey it has been. Yeah, it has been.
1: And Devin writes, I'm going to miss this segment. I hope Jeff will continue to come on the show every now and again.
3: Fuck
0: the monger review. People just want you, Jeff. <laughs> right. uh, thank you for your hard work and dedication to the task. I tip my proverbial hat to you all.
3: Jose writes, wow. Seriously, didn't think the day would come. It's like the end of an era.
1: Andrew writes, it feels like yesterday I was listening to the first volume review and chuckling at Mike's idea of Vegeta flying around on Kintone.
3: I'm
0: glad you people remember this stuff.
1: Yeah, because I definitely don't uh it's been great listening to jeff's perspective and also discovering things i had not noticed before i'll miss it for sure
0: adam says why why is it ending do we really need to answer this
3: <laughs> <laughs> we can make up some stuff if you want everyone gets married at the end <laughs> kevin writes can't wait well
0: you're done waiting. Uh, God, I, this is the last comment we have as of recording. So, Jeff, it's all yours, sir. All
1: right. Well, Grace writes, I remember the first time I heard the manga review of Awesomeness. It, was, it is the volume where Dende dies in it, and I didn't even know what I was listening to. <laughs> I later went back to the first podcast with volume one and fell in love with the segment and looked forward to when a new manga review would happen. It's sad to see it's coming to an end now, but it's been a fun ride.
0: Man, thank you so much. Yay. I'm, I'm Honestly, I'm not just saying this. I'm... Legitimately blown away by. I mean, I posted this up and it was just boom, boom, boom. Comment, comment, comment. comment. We loved it. We loved it. It was like we're, rapid we're so fire. Sick. Amazing. Uh, I'm humbled. I mean, it was a crap ton of work to do. It was worth it. We had ugh, such a good time. Yeah,
3: here we are. It was like a little 22. book club. It was. <laughs> it was. It was a little that we share with the internet with That's microphones. Right. Yes. Thank
4: you, internet. <laughs>
0: Couldn't do it without you.
1: We're giving 40-year-old women in townhouses. Like, (laughs) such a bad idea right now. All
0: right. So, folks, the manga review of Awesomeness has come to a close forever on Dazen Chewy X, the podcast. Where do we go from here? Personally, I love the idea. Let's put it in quotes. Monthly. (laughs) A monthly segment because it's something that you can always jump back to. You don't need to keep up with it. You can do it at your leisure. It's another great way to just enjoy the show along with other fans. But what do we do? Where do we go from here? We do have a plan. There's always been a plan of what we're going to do post a manga review of Awesomeness. Are you ready for the formal announcement? Starting maybe next month. Again, month in quotes. A recurring monthly segment will be... right as you i think all expected the dragon ball gt review of awesomeness the big question jeff are you along for the ride are you along for the grand tour step into
3: it man (laughs) he's gonna step into it all right
0: how much alcohol do you have left I'm gonna need it, Jeff. Jeff. I will purchase whatever you need
3: <laughs> to get you through this
0: this experience.
1: I do it for I do it for the lulls. I do it for my fans, and I do it for the free booze. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can you fathom what you were in
3: for? In yes,
1: actually, I could fathom it. I know I'm in for a lot of pain.
3: <laughs> do you want to describe how we're gonna be breaking this down? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's
0: new to us too because we've been doing manga, and it has a very clear. <laughs> Breakdown. <laughs> do a volume a month. That makes sense. Dragon Ball GT, well, it's an episodic series and different. It's anime only. It doesn't have a manga we can base it off of. So, what we're going to do, the beginning of the series is relatively episodic the way it gets going, and they have an adventure on planet whatever. So, what we'll do is we're just going to do the first five episodes for the first part of our Dragon Ball GT review of awesomeness. We'll see how it goes for that number of episodes. Is that too much? Too little? I don't really know, but because it's episodic, I hope it'll work. And coincidentally, I'm pretty sure that when Funimation first released a series here in the US, when they did the Lost Episodes, I think the first Lost Episodes disc is one through five. So if you purchased it along that way, you've got the first five episodes. You're ready to go. If you purchased the Green Bricks, the season sets, well, you've definitely... Got them in there. If you've got the Japanese Dragon Box, I think it's one through six and maybe one through seven on there. You're totally covered. And we'll just see how it goes. We're going to break it into as it goes on, of course, appropriate blocks. For example, I already know when we do Super 17, that's only six episodes. We'll just do that block of episodes all in one show. So always be looking forward to what, what we'll announce, of course. What is the next block of episodes going to be? Starting it off, the first five episodes of Dragon Ball GT Hopefully in November. November's a busy month. We're going down to Anime USA Ditto. as we announced it. Jeff, you're going to be there too. I will definitely be there hosting a panel, Yeah, You've been going for a while. Oh yeah, I'm dragging you to it this time. <laughs> We're going to have such a good time. Yes, it'll be I've amazing. i never
3: been, I'm excited.
0: I'm very excited. We've already announced that we are doing a reprise of 10 Things You Didn't Know About Dragon Ball. We have an extended time block instead of 60 minutes. We have 90 minutes. So I've got great new material I'm throwing in there. I'm going to try and do some more multimedia stuff because we have.
3: You can include your new video as one of the 10 things. I know. know. Stop giving things away. So that's why you were working so hard on it. It was panel content. panel material. That's right. (laughs) So I'm
0: really psyched for that. Um, All of us have individual panels. That's the only Dragon Ball thing we're doing. But you've listened this far. I I don't know. Maybe you care about some of the stuff we're doing. Let's start, I guess, with Mary. What else are you doing at Anime USA?
3: I'm going to be running a shoujo AMV showcase panel. Um, It's not really a panel, because I'm not going to really editorialize about the videos. I'm just going to be showing videos that use shoujo anime as the premise. And are awesome. And are awesome, yes. Running the gamut from stuff from, I think maybe 2000 or 1999 is probably the earliest video I've gotten there, Uh to, uh, I think, a video from this past year. I mean, I'm kind of out of the loop a little bit, but... Mm -hmm. But I'm trying you're current to, enough. I'm trying to have a variety of of years in there awesome. as best I can.
0: Jeff, what are you doing? Anime USA uh, usually, well, what you what would usually? Happen I don't know. Now? So tell me.
1: Sure. I mean, uh, what we would usually do is we would have a three hour block. Vic and I doing uh-huh. uh, AMVs, just how to edit AMVs, and that would be like the concept, how-to panel. sure, sure, editing effects, the whole whole nine yards. Uh, Vic wanted to do his own thing with. Um, with uh, being how to how to run a how to run a, uh, a contest how to run a contest how to run a video art track room gotcha um, so I'm doing my own thing with uh, motion graphics and sound effects excellent so I'll have an hour and a half I think on Saturday uh, where I'll be doing that so um, it's like right and right yeah before the dinner. schedule
0: is mostly final but just in case we'll, just in case but I mean we'll hold um, off but
1: yeah exactly so I mean uh, we'll the, be there
0: all three days
1: i'm supposed (laughs) to be preparing stuff for this thing too
0: (laughs) right right, so um
1: hopefully i'll have something ready by then if not whatever it's gonna be me jerking off in after effects whatever you'll get your money's worth
0: (laughs) we love you jeff (laughs) All right, so there's them. Uh, I'm doing an individual panel as well. I talked about it last week, but it's a, again, 90-minute showcase of Japanese video game openings. Some of what I consider the best, some of what I consider so hilarious you can't not see it. I'm looking at you, Fighters Mega Mix opening for the Sega Saturn. That kind of stuff. Um game openings that are from games that are anime things like slayers sailor moon dragon ball game openings that are not from an anime but are done anime style things like wild arms those kind of openings and of course soul edge hello where is it (laughs) i'm not playing that first or anything (laughs) (laughs) um we're gonna have such a great time there's there's no daizenshu ex panel i don't i'm not really into you know here's Here's us doing stuff. So we want to provide amazing content. I think we're going to do that. We'll be in that one room, I think, for 72 hours straight. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much. So come find us. We'll have a great time.
1: I don't even know if that con has a dealer's room or, like, a bed serrated. <laughs> I don't know what goes on at that con. I have no idea. I know there's an outside and, like, other rooms, but <laughs>
0: all I know but is... The but
3: they bring the food to us. Yeah. So that's what I hear. And we don't need to leave that room. <laughs> there's
0: this giant thing in the sky. It burns. It burns. <laughs> put my face off. look all. at it.
1: I'm just gonna say I'm gonna see if I can wedge my into that Dragon Ball panel just so that, like, we oh, can yeah, have, like, on. the, one, sure. the one Dragon Ball panel with all three of us and then our own split little things would be awesome.
0: Man, we have been recording for over two hours at this point. I'm very curious what it comes out to in the final edit. Guys, it is time for cake. Yes. We are going to celebrate this manga review of Awesomeness, the closing, with some cake. There will be pictures online. We're done. We've done our feedback. Who cares about releases at this point? We gotta go eat some sugar. So... <laughs> (laughs) I hope you guys had a fucking amazing time for these four plus years. Maybe like it's the end of the show. Yeah, we're done. You're going to pull Toriyama
3: and be like, and I have a (laughs) special announcement.
0: This is the last episode. Special announcement. GT. (laughs) 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 Walls. See you next month. April fools. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jeff, anything you want to say before we wrap it up? um
1: uh it, it thank you to all the fans absolutely thank you to everybody who listened to the show and appreciated my perspective i'm very humbled by the response and i'm very happy to do it also um thanks to joy who is sitting over there who's been here for the entire yeah, duration been here for of the this whole manga review and uh we'll be going back to south carolina soon so it's been a very big pleasure having you here for this so um yeah that's it thank you so much and i'm not looking forward to gt no i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm looking forward to this it'll be fun music
0: is awesome man yeah
1: i know i'm looking forward to something so i can't wait (laughs)
0: I'm looking forward to something (laughs) 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 he's talking about the free beer exactly because you know i'm ordering pizza
1: too (laughs) oh you just sweetened the deal that's great
3: you know what it takes to get through gt that's right (laughs) whatever it takes to stay awake Whatever it takes, man.
0: Mary, anything you want to say before we wrap it up?
3: This has just been such a pleasure going through the whole series again. What I consider now, like the truest, like this is the absolute true form of the series. Just the canon version. <laughs> yeah, yeah the canon version, and it was just great comparing notes and talking about it together. I'm sorry, and- I don't
0: hate everyone.
3: <laughs> I don't really just- mean that. I just play a a bitter miser on the internet. That's right. No, it's been so much fun, and it just reminded me how much I love the franchise. And
0: Goku smiles. I smile.
3: I'm sure trying to think of a witty comeback that involves taking shirts off, but I got nothing. Nancy wow. Biceps. All right.
0: <laughs> Mary has brought the show to a screeching halt. <laughs> <laughs> Julian would thank you all as well He had to run off It is uh, Sunday morning in Japan right now So Julian, the wife, and the child are off to enjoy their, their fresh Sunday morning over there We'll hear from him again soon Jeff, thank you, sir No problem Mary, thank you, ma'am Thanks julian thank you sir who wants to play julian no problem thank you jeff for jeff for mary for julian my name is mike 42 manga reviews of awesomeness this is we'll check it back next week for another show i don't know what the hell we're doing i don't even care at this point i got cake upstairs have a good week weekend i don't even know i gotta pee too check you later